What's up, Shishwab? It's time for a fantastic podcast again. I have Kate from Shishwab Float and Wellness. This is brought to you by Gallagher Media. And Kate is an interesting person because she does holistic medicine. And I love holistic medicine because it's got to do with actual taking care of your body, food, and not really pharmaceuticals. And I don't particularly enjoy pharmaceuticals all that much because some of the symptoms are death. You will have anal leakage and possibly death. That's fantastic, isn't it? I'd much rather just breathe a bit of salt. But your, your journey to this has been different than most. Because you went through a lot of pain to find yourself here now today. Yes. Quickly, let's just dive on to how it is that you became part of this sort of lifestyle. I was in a really bad car accident and it didn't matter what I did or did not do something still hurt. I went from wheelchair to walker to cane and I couldn't find anything that took the pain away for any more than a couple of hours. I was completely dependent on painkillers and when they started to wear off I started using alcohol with painkillers just to, just dose to get it that little bit extra um, because it wasn't working and something had to change and since the system wasn't I did. That's, that's really good. I played tons of rugby, and by the end of my, like, I was like 25 when I stopped playing, like, first division, second division, but I would pop a T3, 500 milligrams of ibuprofen before every game and sometimes before practices because I loved the sport, but it hurt so badly. Until after. Until after? What do you mean? Like, after the painkillers wear off and in the middle of the night when everything aches and it's such a deep ache and oh, you yeah. cannot get rid of it. No, I still suffer from stuff today because I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah. But for you, you were having like your pharmaceutical whatever it was and then sometimes a bit of liquor on top of that. But then you're like, I have to stop. So what is it that you did to actually change that? Because people in that situation usually go down a much darker hole. It's, it's, a, it's a rabbit hole. Um, you start looking for something else. And when I was in the ICU, um, to this day I don't remember who it was or how it came about exactly, but someone did Reiki on me. And I didn't know what it was, and it hurt. And it hurt. It hurt. Um, about three days later, they did it again, and I kept falling asleep. And sleep was a priceless commodity at that point. Um, it took me a couple more years. I had a brain injury, so nothing, nothing, everything was really fluid for several years. Um, and somebody asked me if I wanted to go to a Reiki session. I was like, oh, What's I've that? heard of that. I think I know what that is. What did you, yes. okay, what, what did you think it was? I knew it had something to do with energy, but it made me sleep. You're like, I don't care what it is. It made me sleep, and I was done. And when you're sleeping, you're not hurting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Feeling. I was sleeping a lot. So I went, and turns out it was a level one Reiki class. And I couldn't finish. It hurt. My, I, I was, I wanted out. I had a panic attack. I needed, I needed away from it. It was too much. The Reiki. I, yeah. My, wow. There was. There were several people working on their level one, and over the years I did my level one twice, and ten years later I finished my master's. So how many levels are there to master's? Some say three, some say four. There's level one, level two, level three, and then you're, then you're teaching master certification. 
um, and some practitioners lob in the level three and the teaching all in one. How long have you been a master for? Since 2012. Wow, that's really cool. How long was the journey? From 2002. Ten years. But you would have learned a heck of a lot more in that ten-year span as well. Like you did a lot. I've seen your studio; it's amazing. I've, there's not a whole. Well, there's more and more all the time. I've done everything from Reiki. I got into access consciousness. Um, that was like my meditation? game changer. No, there's 32 points on your head that, when they're gently manipulated, can put your brain into theta. And when your brain Ooh. is in theta, it's healing and it's changing. So, any of your thoughts, feelings, emotions that you hold now you can get rid of, you can let them go based on how these points are manipulated. Um, it's been scientifically documented and it was a game changer for me. And from there, the idea that we have unlimited choice, we're all bound from consequence. Yep. But if yep. I don't like that coffee, I don't have to drink it, it's my choice. Nobody's gonna get mad, nobody's gonna get upset. I can drink it and not order it again, that's also a choice. Mm -hmm. And to be able to go and do these things, even though they were weird and, and strange and people didn't understand them, acupuncture, acupressure, Reiki, um, flotation, meditation, Qigong, I can't even, I can't even remember all of them. There, there's a lot. Some of them worked. And some of them worked longer than others. And in my journey to overcome the brain injury, I did a lot of studying. And I have what works now, and it's awesome. So obviously you don't sell anything you haven't tried yourself. Everything in my shop I either use, have used, or completely respect the people who have their product in. I stand behind everything in my shop, and everyone. Wow. So it's important. When did you get into floating? I really honestly don't know exactly when, but about three years ago, um, a very dear friend of mine, who's actually a holistic coach, said, if there's a place in Vernon, we need to go. And I was like, no, no, it'll hurt. I live. So at this point, you were still like in I was that still hurting. pain. Yeah. Were you already into Reiki at that point, or? I had it, I didn't use it. You had it. I did all the certification, I Oh, had so all you, the you stuff, actually, okay. So you weren't practicing, but nope. you were, 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 that was after the point where people were practicing on you, like you were the patient. I went on and studied it and tested for it and, and worked through up until 2012, and I had it, and I used it on my animals. But I really? didn't use it on people. I wasn't confident because how can I help you heal if I still hurt? So when did you make that transition to I can actually help people now? Because if I'm helping you heal, I'm helping you heal. That's a wonderful way to look at it. The more you put yourself out there to help somebody else, the more somebody else is receiving and giving back energetically. I believe that. And it was like working on my dog, one of my dogs. And it was like, this is important stuff. This works. I need to do this. And so I started playing with it. I rented a little room um, above the, uh, the post office. Okay. And having had a business previously, I thought people would just come. If you build it, they will come. And that's really, really not true. No, it's not. You, you kind of have to put yourself out there. Yep. Um, this floating came to be. 
I went with my girlfriend um, to this floating thing. Oh, sleep was an issue. Sleep, I sleep two, three hours, and then I'm up and moving around and sleep for another hour. It's just the way it oh, works. really broken. Because yeah. I you like You never still. get that REM sleep. I can't. Because the way I broke in my back and neck and all that other stuff, Ooh. it hurt if I lay still. So I have to move. So I went to this thing. And I didn't hear the music kick back on to wake me up. I didn't hear them knock on the door. I didn't hear them pound on the door. It took my girlfriend to beat on the door and yell at me before I woke up. Now, I had no range of motion over my shoulders, so I couldn't lift or do anything. And when I woke up in this float pool, my arms were above my head, and my first gut reaction was, oh, God. It's going to hurt. And it didn't hurt. And all of a sudden, I was fluid, and I could move and twist and turn. And... I got super emotional and okay, I could move and I remember getting into the pod it was like very very careful because you're, you're over cautious right like you avoid anything that might touch you the wrong way and I stepped out and I'm like I'm pulling myself laughing and she's like yeah right I'm like I don't hurt I, I was euphoric I was absolutely higher than I was higher than anything I'd ever taken before and I came out my shirt was inside out my socks are in my hand, and I'm like, I don't want to hurt. No shoes, and I'm headed off. Like, wow. This is, like, should you drive? I'm like, oh yeah, I don't remember driving home. I should not have driven home. Probably Absolutely not. not. My kids wanted to know what was in the water, because I was stoned. I was Just out. lots of LSD. <laughs> I, was, I was so, it took about four days. For that high to wear off? For the high to wear off, and for me to start seizing up again, because the rational thought comes in, be careful, be careful. So if, do you think that if you left your mind open to unhealing, would that have been better? Like, obviously it would have been better, but like, would you have regressed at all if you Not a little much. bit? I don't think so. Because now when people come in, I will send Reiki to them while they're floating if they have issues. I will ask them if they want to replicate me before or after. I will use one of the chairs. I will use some or they, please set a meditation. Please set an intention. No expectation. No attachment to the outcome. I'm just going to listen to my breath and connect. And having having faith. See, my center is the most vulnerable place you can get. Strangers come in, they meet me, they chat with me, we go through the waiver, we go through the walkthrough. You shower, you step into the pod, and you're naked, and you're trusting me, someone you've never met, to be the gatekeeper and to protect you mm -hmm. and to be there for you that's an honor yeah and when they come out they have to sit down and, and visit with me because i have to make sure that they're not they're not they're able to drive and i have called people for rides wow and to me that's that's what this is about this is me holding space for anybody that wants to come in and work on their journey to feel better so it's awesome it's awesome <laughs> No, that's a wonderful, that's a fantastic purpose to life. Like, I love that. That's, that's amazing. I'd rather have an excavator some days, because um, they're much more fun. You dig a hole, you're good. But <laughs> there's something about walking in that space and being able to breathe and know that the possibilities to help people is, is out there. It's just, it's, yeah, well, you're but a people don't know about it. positivity. They don't know what it is. They think, float. Yeah. I can do that at Well, the weird thing is, this type of healing has been around for hundreds, thousands of years. 
So this is basically the Dead Sea in a, in a capsule. Yeah, 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 yeah. You were telling me about the sunk content in there, and it's basically you're literally floating. You can toss a golf ball in there and it'll float. Yeah, they, they kind of sink, don't they? No. Well, if you dive into the lake, they will. Yeah, exactly. Or you know, and I've done demos where you know, um, you can take a golf ball and you can go buy it. You go buy it. You bring yeah. it in. You do it. I won't touch it. Yeah. And you wash me put the salt in, and you lob it in, and the golf ball will thump and off and goes. Uh, it's neat. That is really neat. How many people do you think come to you after trying ridiculous amounts of pharmaceuticals and other, like, because we were talking about the difference between what the government considers medicine and what holistic medicine is and what just, like, feeding your body right is and then, like, some others. Can we just quickly go over those definitions of what? Basically, anything alternative is anything not regulated by BC Medical or the, gov or the government. So whatever so they don't personally approve of. Chiropractors considered alternative medicine. That's ridiculous. Um, acupuncture. Acupuncture, acupressure, any of the body works are considered alternative. Anything holistic is more more generic, like your plant-based, um, your sunrider foods, your um, Meditation, flower really. remedies, your sound essence. Anything that's more Mother Earth-ish is considered more holistic meditation, yoga, qigong, all the internal work. Okay. And alternative is seems to be more of the physical hands-on, like Feldman yeah. craze or Rolfing or any of that stuff. There's so many. Yeah, that is. So ideally, I would be able to bring people that have acupuncture or um, biodynamic energy healing or biofield tuning or other things into my shop. Right. I mean, I have rooms that I rent out on a daily or monthly rate for pop-up shops, basically. So say you're an entrepreneur that you just started, you don't have a client base, you don't have the money, you can come rent a space for me for 50 bucks a day or 550 a month yeah. and build your business, right? Hopefully end up staying and working with us and having some fun. But the more uncommon healing, the better. Halo therapy, neurospa, flotation, the, uh, tuning forks. Um, yeah, I'm, so many. The, the question before was, how many of your patients, the people that come to see you, do you think have actually tried regulated medicine before actually trying to go back to like how humans should really heal themselves? There's an awful lot. I'd imagine there is because There's it's because BC Medical is covered. Like, oh look, I'm going to cover your drugs. I'm going to cover your doctor's visit. Like, I think a lot of this comes down to finances or finances even trust to who you go to. I'm part of something called the Neurological Wellness Association, and it's a personal yearly membership. And you make application with them, and if the practitioner is also part, you can make an application. And they will partially fund your services. I have three or four people that have joined and have had their services partially funded. Like so, your services? Yes, because I'm a, a practitioner and I'm a member of it. So it's the next best thing to BC Medical at the moment. Okay, one more time. What is that? Neurological Wellness Association. Neurological Wellness Association. Okay. Um, I have information at the shop. You take out a membership right. and say you want to go for, I don't know, Chinese medicine and you haven't got the money to do it, you can make an application with them, they will review, I don't know what their process is, and they might pay 10%, 20%, 50%, 50%. Helps. Yeah. And it helps you get the help you need. And not having to take something that's going to give you anal leakage. 
That's awesome. Or suicide. I cannot believe what like the, these companies are allowed to get away with. Like I just really and Reiki's bad. Like how does how does the transfer of energy? You know what? I, I suppose it really comes down to the almighty dollar. So far be it for me. Um, there are five of us women that all hold centers in the North Shore of Okanagan. Yeah, who, who are they? Bliss in Kamloops, Ogo Float in Penticton. I like that Ogo Float. Ogo That's Float. good. Kelowna. Um, <laughs> I have a, have a list. We have a we have a membership thing. If you buy a membership with me and you're in Kamloops and having a meltdown and you need to float, uh, Jules will honor it. If you're buy by one from Jules and I'm in Penticton, or, <laughs> sorry, Jeanette. If I'm in Penticton, Jules will honor it. And we have different price points. We have different lengths of time for floating. But the idea is to help people get help, you know, help themselves. And floating, it's a reset. It's a complete and total defrag for your brain. Men more than women have a harder time relaxing and letting go. It's like, okay, I should be doing something. Are we done yet? Yeah, I need most to get back people, to doing something. Yeah, most people um, holler at me using the intercom before the hour's up going, um, are we done? Yeah. Because you have, you've been trained. And some people just go, I'm in. And two hours later, they surface. <laughs> they surface. <laughs> you, can't, you can't sink. You can't turn over. You can't drown unless somebody sits on you. And you can sleep. And about an hour, the figure is about equivalent to four hours of REM sleep. You are completely refreshed. And you just carry on. It's weird. It's neat. So when do you go floating, where does your mind go? Do you just allow it to go no blank? Idea. No or do you just allow it to float wherever your mind may wander? There's, there's no conscious thought. You go in, you shower, you go in, you lie down. Some people just keep the lights on, some people have the lights rotate, some people just have nothing. Yeah. Um, depends on my mood. And you just listen to your heart, you work on your breathing, and then all of a sudden, the timer goes off. And you're like, damn. And that sounds like when I go to sleep, because as soon as I my eyes close, I'm asleep. I don't dream. I, you don't my, know that you dream. I'm sure I do, but my mind just goes blank, and then I just wake up when my alarm goes off. It's like, oh, well. That hmm. was fun. Yeah, exactly. Did I enjoy that? I feel refreshed. I mean, I'm not tired anymore. Play, you know, the, the, first, the first float, we work sort of on, on basis of three. The first float is the touchy-feely. It's the curiosity. What does this button do? What, look at the lights and, and do all this sort of stuff. The second one, your body remembers and you're halfway there and you're going quick. Third one, you're in. You're good. And, and three is, is really the magic number. Same as the neurospell chair, same as the halo therapy. These things are practices. These things are yeah, it's not, not one, one and done. done. No, they're not. It's... Man, that's amazing. Um, COPD, I have a lady from Enderbeach. She would come in. She started every week for about a month, about, maybe about a month and a half, and then she went every two weeks. And then slower and slower and slower, she's off the further treatment list for COPD. She's in maintenance. COPD. Coronary obstructive pulmonary disease. Basically, your lungs stop working. Wow. So she's in maintenance. Wow. And it opens up. The, the so maintenance field. means it's not getting worse, it's not going to get better, but it actually might get better. They, they say that it doesn't get better. Um, I believe the body has an innate sense of healing. I think I think that too. Just give it what it needs. Like really, Real give food. it food, Real food, give it exercise, give it treatment love. of some sort. Yeah, absolutely love. Love is so important. We had a Reiki share. We've done it. We're doing it every month. We have a Reiki share anywhere from four to like eight people. And when you're on the table and you have all these different practitioners, everybody practices differently. 
So you've got all these different practitioners and they're all different working energy. on you at once. And your body is going like a sponge. It's just absorbing it's, it, it needs it. It's amazing. But the, the level of love and people that come into the shop without no afterwards, they walk in and they go, That's so, so nice. Because everybody in there absolutely is in love with the person they're working on. Mm. Even though they don't know who you are. Because we've had people men who I don't know who they are. Never met them before. Yeah, there's something called platonic and love. They're, and they're putting hands on. And you can feel it. It is physical. It's different. It's like I'd imagine you have seen some interesting body reactions when like hairs rising, goosebumps, all that sort of thing when you're working on a person. Tears. Tears. You've even seen tears. A lot, a lot, a lot of tears. Really? People, they hold. Say you were four years old and something happened and you don't consciously remember, but your body your does. Your subconscious does. Your, yeah, your body actually gets tense. And all of a sudden, tense. something will happen. A smell, a sight, a sound, a touch. Mm -hmm. and, you're, and sometimes they don't stop leaking for a while. And better out than in. Your body yeah. is releasing stuff you that you to. don't need. You really have to. If you keep that inside, that's what a lot of suicide tendencies sort of like, like, I just can't handle this. I haven't let it go. I didn't cry after my accident. I didn't. I, I just didn't. I ended up with cancer a year and a half after that. I had surgery for that, and I still didn't cry. I decided the way back to a failed marriage was a motorcycle. So I found a motorcycle, and I hit it, and I had it fixed. And I practiced in my field until I could ride this damn thing. And then I would get off and use my cane to get back to the house because it really hurt. <laughs> and in that time, I found access, and I was a tough, tough person. I'm not gonna cry. Suck it up, right? Yeah. Other people have it way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. You're not the bottom of the rung. And my, and my eyes started to leak, and I said to my girlfriend, "Make it stop. And make it stop now." And I was absolutely make it stop. I don't cry. I cried for three days. I wow. couldn't stop. Saw a car go by. I would bawl. Saw a nice heart in my pocket. I would cry. I'm like, this is so much. So, three days. I didn't talk to her for months. I was, I was like, what? Did, what has she done to me? She changed me. I had what did she my do? box access, hands on the head, changing points of view, changing possibilities, changing outcomes, changing the attachment to outcomes. Yeah. She moved the walls in my little black box, and I didn't know what to do. I knew that if I took this many drugs and had that much, that I had a beer afterwards, or would I knew I could this. go till about six o'clock, and if after six I could do, I had, I had parameters, yep. I had constraints, and she blew them out of the wall. Actually, that's not her. She, she, she brought me to it. I'm the one that allowed it because I'm the one that went through it and I did it yeah. but I didn't I was blaming her because it was her idea and it's still her idea I still <laughs> love her to bits but you're eternally grateful in that moment but I'm still mad at her because she made me cry um, <laughs> and now it's it's like somebody will cry and get all embarrassed and I'm like yeah yeah I get it I truly honestly do and that's uh, 
when somebody comes in and they hurt and they start telling me, oh, well, I, I honestly, I do, I understand. Yeah. It, it hurts. That you went through that. And, well, I didn't do that. He did. No, no. It, it, pain is pain. Yes. Hurt is hurt. It that's doesn't right. matter if you did that or did that. It hurt. I get it. And that's where it's like, can I help you? How can I help you? You know, please come try. Because if you don't try, you don't know. And if you try the, you try the boat, like I think, well, yeah, no, not for me. I'm like, okay, I want you to, I want you to try. I want you to commit to three times. If after the third time, and it's, it, it's not for everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, if you don't like water, if you don't like, it's, and the biggest thing is I'm claustrophobic. No disrespect intended, but there's a minute amount of the population that is clinically claustrophobic. The rest of us don't like small spaces. Yeah. There's more space in that pod than there is in most people's car. The lid doesn't seal. The lights can be off or on. You control the whole thing. You can open it with a finger. Really? It's that. Really? I mean, you were telling me how expensive those rods were, but don't touch the rods. Yeah, yeah. Just don't. <laughs> Just really, Just please don't. don't. Um, three. The power of three. Actually, the power of eight, but the power of three. Three times in the chair. Three times in the halo. Three times anywhere. Try anything. Acupuncture, acupressure, Reiki. Minimum of three times. Three. The first one's a curiosity. The first one is you've got all your, oh, I don't yeah. want to do anything. Yeah. Second one is like, oh, this kind of feels kind of, you know, it left that funny taste that you want something more. Do it again. Do it four times. But do it until you go definitively, yeah, you know, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. I wish you and tried then, it. Why do I not like that? Is there a reason? What makes me feel uncomfortable about that? Was there something in my life that, that causes me? Oh, I remember my brother put me in the closet when, oh, I get it. Yeah. And you work through things. Yeah. And maybe you don't, you don't want to come in. With you. Oh, it'd be huge. And maybe, maybe floating isn't for you, but maybe you can get the same sense of release from floating in the neural spot chat, which uses sound mm -hmm. and lights and color and vibration. Yeah, and you turn to jello. That, that was a heck of an experience. I did what, like five minutes of it. It was like, yeah, oh, vibrating. And it goes everywhere. And it's a complete body relax or halo therapy where you come in and you just breathe cool, dry ocean air and you watch the lights change color and you just edge. Or amethyst biomat, it's heated, it uses amethyst and turmaline crystals in the mat and you can come and just lie and have a sleep on the mat if you want. Or you can have sound essence, um, which uses all the chakra colors and mists and, and made from a lady in, in Kelowna. Um, the tuning forks, the bowls, because you have a lot of stuff there that I would love to try. Like I've only heard of its properties of what it can do. Like those tuning forks are very interesting. You can hear them, but when you touch them on your body, you feel the resonance inside your body, and then, then you hear them. It's really same as the bowls. Because you were used to set the power of eight, you three and eight, but now is it because of eight times is a really good number to do something? Because then you really feel the properties of that? Or is it because of like chakras and stuff around that? I think it all works into one, but there have been some studies done with energy transference, and it's not so much Reiki, it was more closer to a prayer circle. They had eight people work on one. And sent love and light and blessings and healing and whatever to that person, which is basically Reiki without all the hand positions, specifically targeting. Um, oh, there's real positions for that too. Huge. Okay, we'll get into that, but I wanted to hear the story. Um, people were being changed across the world. Really? They were given a name, they were given a... And just they did, sending they did, that thought. They did tests with leaves. They took a, a plant, two plant leaves off the same tree, they crumpled one, put it in the thing, and said, make 
the plant leaf heal. They had no idea what plant leaf or anything. And these people all over the world, targeted people at like two o'clock, they just sat in meditation and sent their love to a leaf. However, they received that leaf. It was up to them, yeah, but it was sent to them. And they did, they showed uh, minute by minute progression, and this crumpled leaf started to unfold and was not as burst. It was wicked cool. That is wild. So it's a power they, um, we did it, there were six of us, so there was one on each table, two tables, one on each table, everybody else was working, and we were all in my smaller float room. So the energy in there, everybody was getting everything. Now, I always use access with my Reiki. Another other gal was using trigger points. Somebody else was doing reflexology, and we were all doing Reiki at the same time. Wow, and that's it, cool. the laughter in the building, it was, it was wild. There was a lady living upstairs, and she says, what were you doing? We could hear you laughing. It was awesome. It was so much fun. Wow. Yeah, Reiki, they all, they all have specific points. Um, Reiki, acupressure, um, access. Massage, they all have, Just but it's intuitive. Why is it in, so? It's intuitive to the the person who that is doing the medicine, like mm -hmm. the, the practitioner, or like or the really set points of like you, know, you said there's 32 points in the skull, right? Like I'd imagine everyone's got those 32 points, no matter who you are, what it, and they're in the exact same points. I split the back of my head open and I was like, oh, I can't do it. I have you know, and they're like, uh huh, it's, it's still inside. But if you run your fingers over your head, you can apply divots that will correspond to the size of your own finger pads. Oh, it's really kind of neat. It's really kind of neat. Oh. But yeah, Reiki, Reiki, you are taught it has a certain way of doing things. Um, and you work, some people start at the bottom, work up, some people top dot. It, you can start anywhere, but you cover the whole body. Wow. At the end, at the end when you're done, you, you cover the whole body. So when we're working, we circle. So what if it's a single person? They sort of just, they still work on the whole body, but because yeah. you can reiki yourself, mm -hmm. you, is like, do you think that reiki, if you reiki yourself, is that just meditation of just like just sending love to yourself, just like sitting in a no, quiet you, room, you're, or can you do it like all the time? You're physically using your body as a surrogate. I could say you reiki. Um, I've had my daughter from. I don't know what you're doing, but stop. <laughs> She was in a car accident um, two years ago, and she <laughs> since moved to Penticton. And she told me one night, she goes, "Whatever you're doing, stop." Why I said, was where, it doing? Where? Because she was hurting, and I'm like, "You're doing something you shouldn't be doing because you're blocking me." I said, "Stop blocking me." She goes, "Ma," I said, "Stop blocking me." I said, "You know, like so." She's like, "Fine," and you feel it. You absolutely feel it. So if you're when your daughter hurts herself, first thing you do is gather her up and you put hands on. Yeah, kiss it, whatever. That's. Basically, in a very Generic. small form, yeah. But that's where it comes from. It comes from touch. When you walk by somebody, you don't go by them. You, you put your hands on them and you move around so that, hey, I'm here, I'm moving around you. Yeah. There's touch. Doctors, nurses, it doesn't matter who you are. When somebody is hurting or upset or the energy level has, you touch. You, you walk around and you notice how many times people have to, okay, you know what? Because it draws that energy in, it forms a cord. So when you walk in with access, you can walk into a room and you can pull energy and people will look at you and they won't know why. Oh yeah, yeah. you can walk into a building and just like and just pull center energy. of attention instantly. Yeah, or, or you can flow it back. You walk in and you see somebody sitting there all deep and you, you, can, you, can, you, you can feel that. You yeah, it, you, you hear the exact same thing of like someone walked in and just, like, every, all the energy just got sucked out of the room. 
Yeah, it's just energy. And you have control. Actually, that's not true. You don't have any control. No, you have unlimited choice. Unlimited choice, but is it, it's obviously mindfulness that you have to keep. Being aware. Being yes, self-aware. So when you're, when you're agreeing with something, you're aligning with it. Mm -hmm. When you're disagreeing with something, you're resisting and reacting to it. So when you're in allowance of it, you're straight down the middle. It has no polarity. So that is the Ebb and best flow, you let it ever. happen. You're like, no, it isn't. So now you're in resistance to that. Instead of going, awesome, I'm glad you're really enjoying it. You've allowed that that's my thought. That's an interesting point of view. And yet you're controlling yourself, really. You are choosing to be in allowance. And things don't irritate you as much. Things don't get to you. Um, Near as much. Or you can handle more pressure just, or whatever's it is happening what it in your is. life. Right? It's neither good nor bad, right or wrong. Right. It's simply what it is. And you put everything on that. You put all that stuff on there. I wanted that to be perfect. Or I wanted yeah, expectations. That to be Your expectations on something can really destroy a person. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. even. Even if I like, I do something nice for someone. There, for a lot of people, there's a slight expectation that eventually, maybe down the road, because I know you fairly well, that you're going to give me something in return. And a lot of people are disappointed when that never happens. Because you've done it with attachment, with an intention of I want something out of it eventually. I don't think people do anything without some sort of thought of that this could possibly serve. Good Someone somewhere. Okay. Right? Like, I see, I don't know, pick something. I see something, a window. I see a, a company that does windows. Right? So I might offer them something thinking, okay, they work hard and all that. But down the road, it's like, well, if they have a sale, maybe they'll think of it. Mm -hmm. right? Instead of just going, hey, what a flow. And they're like, no. Okay, fine. Here, could you change your mind? Yeah, there you go. Come, go. You, you do what's Whatever. right. It's right. And yeah. you do what makes you feel good. There's a, a saying that I like to live by. It's, um, I passed this way, but only once. Do what good I can now. And don't regret it. Yeah. Um, there's an old quote. When it is within the power of thine own hand to do so, do so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just basically don't procrastinate, and if it's in your best interest, do it. And even if you don't want to do it, do it. Even that, it's like, yeah, it's for your best interest. Like, there's a lot of people who don't want to learn certain things. Like, okay, fantastic example. The driving industry will one day be done by robots for the most part. People know that's going to be coming. Like, people, Elon Musk is working on it. Lots of other companies are working on self-driving cars, self-locked automation. At what point are you going to learn something different because you know something's coming because it's in your best interest, but you don't want to learn, so you just let it happen? That doesn't make sense to me. Why would you allow something just to let it happen? The devil you don't know is worse than the devil you do. Yes. To go try something new, mm -hmm. for me, yep. I won't do it because it could hurt. Yeah, here's a... It could. It might not. It might. Yep. So... Where is the line? Where is the motivation? Something has to has to tweak in you that yeah, okay, if it hurts, it hurts, but I really need that. I really yeah. you know, there has to be some sort of motivation in there. Here's a fantastic example from history. Ivan the Terrible. So the uh, leader of Russia, I believe it was. He at one point was on his deathbed and he did not know who was going to be, obviously he wanted his son to rule the country after him. 
but the higher ups in the country were like, we don't respect you, we don't care. And after that, he got better, but he realized that he didn't actually have any friends of the higher borns. After a while, because they just had no respect for him, he's like, okay, guys, I'm out, I'm done. Like, I'm the leader of this country, but you guys are just too much, and I can't control you, and you don't want to listen. So he ended up just defecting to a small village and stayed there for a couple months. After a while, the people were like, guys, we, like, Ivan, we need you. Like, you, you they're, the, the higherborns are just raving havoc on everyone. We have no idea what to do. You weren't the best ruler, but we need something. It's, it's, you are better than anything else. So what he ended up doing was the deal was, fine, I'll come back, but I have absolute power. Absolute power. But because the, the whole devil thing is better when you know that there's whatever that you said. <laughs> but because of that whole reason, they went, okay, sure. Absolute power. And he did. He had absolute power over the country and he became Iron the Terrible. They, they, there were no boundaries. No, because the people were like, okay, we're done and we're going to make the higherborns do what we say. And that's sort of how they flipped the script. It was if power you of numbers. Work. And then, yeah, you allowed me to have complete power. Well, guess what? I now have complete power. And you can't complain about it because you allowed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there were, there were no codicils in that one. That's a good example. I thought so. But <laughs> that's a good example. But I mean, if you ask the average person, okay, your back hurts. Yeah, everybody's back hurts. Say so you go into the Chinese medicine well, it's to cure finances, and your hips are cure moving forward, and there's all sorts of lungs of grief and all these things. What are you doing about it? So people will come in and they, they have their issues and they need to vent and they need to, okay, fine, that's great. But what are you going to do about it now? Yeah, now that energy's gone, it's going to come back if you just go back to that. So Most what are you going to do about want it? don't to do anything about it. That's right. Because that's their badge. It's my fibromyalgia. It's my cancer. It's my... They've given it power. Without it, who are they? Like yeah, someone's had a chronic Yeah. Someone's had a chronic illness for a long time and they don't have it. They have built their whole story around that. Mm -hmm. It's built around that now, yeah. Who are they? Empty nest syndrome, end of a marriage, um, the death of a spouse, death of a child. Your whole world has been centered around that, and you take those story pages away. You have to reinvent yourself. Who are you? After my accident, I couldn't hold a pen. Therefore, I couldn't take notes and, and, and do what I did with, with Pat. Yeah. Um, I couldn't do what I... I couldn't be who I was. I didn't know what I was. I didn't know who I was. I had to reinvent myself. That's freaking scary. I couldn't make a decision. I had no direction. I couldn't... Do I, do I want a coffee? Is that, is that okay? Should I have a coffee? Should I have a coffee? I don't know if I should have coffee. I, I don't know what to do. Just somebody nervous, somebody anxiety, had me coffee. Anxiety about everything. Because everything in my world... My, I lost my husband. I lost my job. I lost my business. I lost... Mobility. Everything. Mobility. Mental acuity. All these things were gone. Now I'm incapable, I'm useless, I'm weak, I've gained pounds because I couldn't exercise. I am no longer valuable to myself, mm. right? So what difference does it make if I drink or smoke or, or do any of or those things, right? not do anything right? at all. And then at some point you realize that, oh, this is really boring. So what about the people who don't ever realize that though? Like you were, you're lucky. 
I'm like, very lucky. You, That's so incredibly like, lucky. I, I was born into a really unfortunate situation, and I'm making the mindful choices of like, fuck no, I'm gonna do it for me. And like, my family. Like I, I was like two months ago, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I'm not gonna let that stop me or do like allow it to label or brand me in any way. I'm gonna do me. But, but everybody else is taken, so you might as well. Yeah. Right? Like you, you reach a point where you go, you know what? There's more to life than just sitting waiting for life to pass by. If you sit by the river long enough, you, you will see the, the world pass you by. Well, you do. You become part of the. You become part of the furniture. Yeah. Right? And after a while, people stop asking if you want to come out. People stop asking you if anything. Or are you okay? Do you need anything? You always need something. But you don't because I'm fine. Oh, I'm tough fine. thing. I'm fine. You are not going to see me incapable. You're not going to see me cry. You're not going to see me where I can't do something. Oh, man. Crying thing that's been a hard thing for me. Like it's only been the past nine, ten months since I've been able to. But if you don't, it builds. It does. Cancer sucks. <laughs> yeah. I, like, How did you beat that? You beat that. I beat it. It beat itself. Whatever it was. Know. Congratulations. Um, yeah, I, it's just it's one of those things that it doesn't even seem real. Somehow there was too many other things. Um, with the other accident and all the emotional stuff, it just sort of slid in there and, and was dealt with. And after the fact, it was more important than during, um, because my husband at the time we'd been diagnosed a month apart. Oh, well, you both had it. Uh -huh. Wow. Yeah. Um, his was inoperable, mine was, and so there was the survivor's guilt and there was the anger. How come mine isn't? And it, it was an ugly, ugly time. Um, I changed everything, including the paint on my walls, in case that would make a difference. He chose a different way. Um, Joe's drugs, alcohol, you know, self-destructive behavior. Wanted, yeah. What he wanted, when he wanted, with whom he wanted, done. Um, my way was, you know what, this is a gift, and I intend to make the most of it. So then I dumped my motorcycle a year and a half later and broke more bones. I thought, universe, can you please give me a book? I really do well with books. I, I obviously don't listen well. So what book did the universe give you? <sighs> What book did the universe give me? Who moved my cheese? Okay. Um, what is that? Seriously, look it up. It's it's a what life. What's it about? It's I am going from here to there. I ended up Ew. over there. Who the moved my cheese? Okay. Dark side of the light chasers. There are more books than oh my god, any of the access books. Um, Dark side of the light chasers. Um, Carolyn Mice, any of the Carolyn Mice stuff, any of the Wayne Dyer stuff, there's any of, you just look at So a lot of this was change your own mindset, not just like, I'm going to go do holistic medicine, it no worked intention. on me. And I had no intention of doing this. No, None. I bet you did None. What were you before this? I had a tool and equipment rental construction company. Are you for real? <laughs> you went from tool rental construction company to this? When I said I'd rather have an excavator, I was going to actually question you. I meant it. Skid steers, excavators, yeah. Really? Yeah. How long did you do that for? 15 years. You did that for 15 years. All sorts of ridiculous stuff happened to you. And then you started another 15 year journey into this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I have all the O's and stupid. I have. That's a fantastic saying. Um, I have the all the and stupid. I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot of the filters that I used to. Um, like conservativeness? Um, well, with the brain injury that I had, um, I have 
an incredible amount of empathy. Okay. But I also don't have. It's it's more internal. Something happens, I can feel oh, that's really too bad, you know, and really mean that that, that really sucks, and then that's the end of it. Deal mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Done. Yeah, that's right. I don't have that for pain place or days of my lives. Like just deal with it. Like the, the drama is amazing. We don't need it, and I don't have the patience for it. Um, I ended up with this cool, cool thing. It's called chromesthesia. So if there is a loud noise, sharp noise, sudden noise, I see flashes of color. So it claps so even like. If somebody did a sharp noise behind me or or suddenly startled me, okay. I see color. Wow. So. What is that like? It is wicked cool. I thought everybody did. It, it's neat. Like, do you see that? What? Well, that, that flash of purple is like it was looking like no one. Like, so I ended up um, the neuro docs in Cologne or whatever. It's like yeah, they tested it and it's called chromesthesia. Chromesthesia. It's really neat. Uh huh. Dog barks all of a sudden. I might see silver, pink, or I don't know. I don't know what the colors. I have no how idea. How long is the? How long does it last for? Is a second. Is just that a, spark. Is, is it like something that covers your eye? Like everything is all of a sudden, or is it's just it that like? Flash. You just see a flash of color. It wasn't like a blotch of where it came from. No, nope. it's just this flash of color in your eyes. Wow. Like somebody shone a flashlight in your eyes, and you know, it's neat. Just it's quickly. really neat. Yep. That is I really interesting. I have no idea, but it's yeah. I mean. I went, I got a whole bunch of tattoos from it because I, there's so much, there's just so much. Um, I was, I woke up one day and a week later I woke up in the hospital. Like, it, that's basically what happened. Um, oh. Broke a bunch of stuff. I'm a legal bitch half the time because I have no money more. I shared that right off, it's gone. Um, when that hit, when that gets hit, how does that hurt? <laughs> I don't throw up and I don't pass out anymore. But um, it's really, really close. If I don't grip my teeth, I will throw up on you if, if somebody bumps it. There's no nerves there. Like, it's, it's... Wow, my grandfather lost his right kneecap in World War II. And whenever he accidentally bumped it on something, he just broke down. Yeah, it hurts. It hurts beyond anything you can even describe how bad it hurts. Like, it's right to the core. Yeah, but, be thankful you have those people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when, when you bump your funny bone and people laugh, I, I get it. But yeah, it's not funny. It's really not. But I, I woke up and I knew all my kids' names and faces and voices and I knew who they were, but I couldn't put them together. And so I was calling one the other and you know, and, and then I ended up with a surgery for cancer and I woke up and they haven't figured out how, but I knew them again. And they had to sedate me because I was hysterical because they didn't understand. Well, of course you know them, they're your kids. No, 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 you, you don't understand. I know who they are. So I had a tattoo on my leg because now I'm never going to lose my leg. Uh -huh. um, yeah, I had my bike put on my, I tattooed my bike, um, kids designed something on my back. That's really yeah, cool. Um, my youngest daughter and I were in, in the car accident and we each got an anchor um, because she was mine and I was hers. And she's the reason that I, you know, just one more step, mom. just one more step. She's, she was the encouragement that you needed just to keep going that one more step. Yeah, yeah. my kids were and are um, the best thing that's ever happened to ever. Like, um, yeah, you've got a daughter. The second she was born, you went, okay, I get it. <laughs> when my grandson was born, my daughter, she's a mom, I get it. I'm like, yeah, it's beyond anything. And they were there for me through thick and thin. And it's a commitment. You know, you, you've got someone that needs a lot of care and a lot of attention. And I think my own stubbornness and my own ego, uh, which was considerable, um, 
I wasn't well I stopped wanting to ask them for help because you'd be okay again really yeah and and I get it right yeah so I went from the wheelchair and that was fun. I had dents all over my house from the kids playing in the wheelchair. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> I think I wired my wheelchair for Christmas one year and I woke up and I'm like, this is cool. Undo it. I have to go pee. It's like, well, you're going to have to walk, right, Emma? I'm like, no, I'm just going to pee all over you and you're going to have to clean it up. They undid that wheelchair really quick. It was awesome. Um, but you stopped saying, okay, so, okay, did the wheelchair. I had a hospital bed in my living room for over a year. Um, had the lift chair and the kids used to, you know, which goes up and down faster, you know, and, and we made fun of it, I guess. Um, but I got to the walker, and I didn't leave the house for six months unless I absolutely had to, because nobody was going to see me with a walker. No way, no way. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. And then I ended up being forced into driving, and it was over a year, and I wouldn't drive, and, and I ended up getting forced into it. And to this day, I'm like, not the, not not smart, but okay. And I remember okay. <laughs> I pulled into the parking lot. I had my little handicap sticker, and, and you know, I had this little car, and I was terrified because it was low to the ground and I was vulnerable. And so I pulled in, and I get out, and it takes me. It took me a while to get out of the car because everything was just not happy. And this guy was like, "What are you parked there for?" I'm like, "Cause I need to." Well, you don't look fucked up. And I'm like, "That's the best thing anybody's at. Okay, I'm like, thank you, yeah, thank awesome. you." <laughs> right? And he's looking at me, and I'm like, "No, no, you don't understand." Yeah, just because I don't have that little placard doesn't mean I'm in not in considerable pain. And that that ego, I think, is more responsible for me healing and doing and keeping on than uh, there was no real motivation. I'm not. No, it's yourself. Like no one's going to. No one's going to see me. This isn't going to define me. You can you can be changed by you can be reduced by what is it? You can be changed by what happens to you, but you don't have to be reduced. I like that. That's a Maya Angelou thing. Forget the exact one. Something about you can be changed by what happens to you, but you don't have to be defined by it. Something like that. Yeah, I get something it. Something like that. Yeah. No, and it's a wonderful it's, saying. You know, people look and go. Yeah, just because something happened doesn't mean it's me. It means it happened. I have to deal with it. Well, and I don't think people should look at you and go, "Oh, yeah, you're kind of messed up, aren't you?" <laughs> Everyone's not. You know what the one of the most fear freeing thoughts are that I ever have is that everyone's got their own shit. Everyone's just as fucked up as you are. <laughs> we all have stuff. We do. Right? We don't have to talk about it all the time and let it always just rule our lives, but we do have to deal with it in some manner. You don't look form. back. You don't live there anymore. Yep. Right? So yep. every day you're, you're allowed to continue. Ground, am I going to carry all that stuff, or am I going to say, yeah, you know what? I'll pick it up. And that's what I tell people. You know, like when you go home and you've had a day. Right? Find a rock, a tree, a post, something, and take all that stuff and go, here, I'm just going to leave you here for the night. I'll grab you in the morning and then go home because home is supposed to be your sanctuary. You know, home is not where you go home and the wife spends an hour telling you all the horrible thing the kids did. Home is supposed to be your sanctuary. Leave that shit on the new post. And in the morning, and I used to do it with my kids when they were little, hey, you want all that stuff from yesterday? It's it's there. And they're like, yeah, no, okay. I said, okay, well, then that's it. Thank it. Let it go. Yeah, your emotions are gone. Let's just move but, on. Because today is a new day. And if you want to live back there, well, I'll catch you later because I'm headed over there. And and we all have circumstances and stuff and, and ego and things that we need to deal with. And the trick is to, this happened, okay? Instead of reacting, take a step back and go, I need to go for a walk for a minute because I'm very angry, very upset. Yeah, clear my head. I, I need to figure this out. This is happening, why? And you play the different scenarios because you can't answer for somebody else. 
but it directly affects you. So you need to figure out the path of least resistance without compromising yourself. Don't say yes when you mean to say no. Don't say no when you really should have said yes. And and going, yeah, you know what? This isn't working for me. What can we do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Stop living with past decisions and make new ones. Or even stop living with preconceived ideas. Just because you think something's going to happen doesn't mean it's going to. Right? Somebody goes, what if I want, if I want to get out? Well, then get out. Yeah, you're allowed to. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, no lock on the door. I'm not going to say sit on the tank and, you know, you have to stay in there for another 37 seconds. Right? Yeah. If you don't like it, don't do it. But give it an honest try. Be honest. And, and don't do something because, no, the guys at the club said I should do it. Do this because you want to do this. Do this because you're curious. Follow your curiosity. People are like, oh, I don't have passion. Then don't have passion. Mm-hmm. Have curiosity. What makes you curious? Oh, I'm too old. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're too old for what? Skydiving? My nan went skydiving at 90 next. No way. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, like, they took her to Hawaii for her 90th birthday and she went skydiving. It was awesome. Um, <laughs> people, need, people need direction, but they need direction from their own self. I can't tell you, you've got to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And, and we do, oh my god, you got to try yeah, it's that. really good. So you look at it and go, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like peanut butter. I don't like chocolate. I don't whatever it is. It's like, oh, no, 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 this is different. So now you have a choice. You can stay true to yourself because I don't like that. Or you can say, well, okay, this is different. This mm-hmm. is new. And you don't know until you know. And you try it, take a bite, and go, yeah, you know what? That's yours. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. It's gross. It's all about being authentic to yourself. Yeah, true to you. Yeah. And yeah, have fun. If it's not fun, don't do it. No. A lot of people take too much... I mean, the culture is fantastic. Culture makes us. But people take too much direction from culture and just don't be themselves. How so? Just because... Like, the way that culture shifts through time, like, things become more or less acceptable. Like, let's just take holistic medicine, for example. Okay. Like, for thousands of years, it was the most acceptable way to heal yourself. The only way. Now, now, it's like, I need to go to a doctor, MRI, I need to do... What's the chemical component of lavender? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's a, it's a pr- medicine, medical practice that should be far more acceptable to us than it is. How much of that do you think we're bound by... Advertisements? Well, <laughs> advertisements, but the, the people we associate with. Well, that's just it. It's culturally acceptable or not acceptable. Yeah. Like, in certain cultures, it's completely acceptable. Oh, holistic medicine? Yeah, that's, that's, that's every 90% of the people practice that here. And you only ever use pharmaceuticals in case you to. super need it. The pharmaceutical doctors and everything, they're essential. I absolutely yeah, absolutely they're totally absolutely essential. Fantastic. However, if yeah. you can look after yourself until that point, yep. why, why don't you? you? Because we're taught that, it's, that we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. So, you follow that, you have practitioners that have a storefront, right? You have practitioners that do exactly the same thing from their house. They are treated less than, they are treated not as important, they are treated like you're just yeah, a home-based business. Yeah. Right? Like you're not smart enough or whatever. So again, with your cultural, you know, because that's, I mean, I did the Tutsuaya um, women's thing, and that was something that was really, really discussed is, so many people have holistic businesses, but as soon as you take them home because you can't afford the rent downtown, you yep. lose clients yep. because yep. people don't want to go to your house. 
Yeah, like I want to go to a professional looking place. I want you to look like you're in a lab coat. I expect you to look, act, and be a certain a professional, way. even though I don't know what it is I'm there for. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, somebody said something, well, you can't wear all your Harley stuff. And I'm like, uh, yep. Yeah, I can. But yeah. It makes me happy. Um, there are days where I show up and I've got my radial sweatshirt on and my boots, and I'm like, okay, bring on the day because it's that day. Mm -hmm. And I've got days where I don't. But people who know me, know me, and most of them are like, oh, having a good day, are you? I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's the, the term that I'm hearing more and more bantered around lately is no like and trust. Yeah. If you yep. know like and trust, it's, it's the attraction marketing and things yep. like that. And I hate these things. But it's human nature. That's I, I don't like the video stuff. I don't like the camera stuff. I don't like the, you know, like, this is my business. This is what I do. But it's essential because gone are the days where I could go downtown and not know one person. Yep. Now it's like I know one person, I don't know ten. So in order for people to recognize the fact that, hey, I'm still here. I just don't play with the big boy toys anymore. Yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> and now I have a different, different way to help make your life easier. And I have a different, a different sense of self. And I know that I can help you feel better. But you have to want to take those steps to want to feel better too. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's a practice. And it's it's with anything. It's like you want a better job, well go learn something better. You don't want to flip burgers, go learn something better. It's gonna take you a little bit to learn something better to be able to leverage that. Or follow your passion. Or start it. It's just like Maybe start. you're phenomenally good at this and, and everybody says, Well, that's not a real job. Like what are you doing? Go yeah. go flip burgers. <laughs> and finally you go, you know what? That's my passion, I'm doing that. I, I love it how people are like, that's not a real job. Do you know how many millions of dollars flow through the hands of creators? Just like YouTube creators or Twitch streamers or whatever. Like one of the highest paying athletes on this planet is Ninja and he plays Fortnite for a living. The dude made, made like a hundred million dollars last year. It's stupid. Because people, people are more willing to spend money on things that they don't know what they're for than they are for, you know, like they will go and pay a $75 doctor bill before they will go and spend $75 on a vegan restaurant and feed their body full food. Then they will go One pay $75 time. at a chiropractor. We, we want instant results. Yes, give me the pill. Yep, Red give me that pill. pill. Yep, right. that's right. I want instant results. I want them now and I don't want to feel this way. Give well, me and I get anxiety that. medicine. Yeah, no, me too, but that's not long term. That's not long lasting at all. You, you know, If you don't go to the even trim the trees of the problem, you're never going to fucking get better. Have an apple. What? Yeah, what's an, an apple? apple? And what's in the apple? Right? No, just go, go find an apple and then go eat an apple. You'll feel better. Have a glass of water. Yeah. Like, you really stay hydrated. You, you'd be amazed at how much you feel better. But people are like, no, really, I, I don't I need something in the water? Yeah, yeah. I need something special. Yeah, like, your mouth. Like, just put your face in it. Suck yeah. up. Yeah, put some tea in it. Yes. Some other tea. But... I don't know, what I do is uncommon, and it's not. Salt therapy has been around for centuries. Mm -hmm. The salt miners never got sick because their lungs were always pure. Flotation therapy has been around since the Dead Sea. There's a, a lake in Saskatchewan as well, and is I forget really? the name of it. Um, it's, Google it, Google that shit. Um, <laughs> there's a, a lake in Saskatchewan, and the high salinity in it means that you actually float, right? Same, same. Um, sound therapy has been around since the beginning of time tuning yeah. forks, crystal bowls, Tibetan bowls, 
Yeah, um, things are cool. Like we, we did them out at the lake, at a place out at the lake, and we did the bowls. We did a clearing ceremony for the for the property out at mm -hmm. the lake for the new owners. And people out on the lake, they were coming out trying to find out what the sounds were. And yeah. we played the, the whole seven chakra sets, and we did in the rotation so that one was starting and the other one was finishing. And we did the whole beach and house, and it was it was wicked cool. But these things have been around for a lot longer than any of us have. And so people, oh, this is new. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. No, this it's is really old. not. It's old being reintroduced. And instead of going to Poland or Tibet or, or wherever that the salt mines and everything are, we brought it and built it into a cabin so that you are, you know, it's contained and I can move it if I need to. Um, the salt water's been brought into a pot or a tank or a float or whatever you want yeah, because there's so many kinds. Um, yeah. And my next one, when I build up, because it's when, it's not if, it's, it's when. when. That's right. It's going to be, and, and the more people that help me out with it, the better, because it's going to be eight feet across. I have several very tall men and a couple of very large men. And they fit in the pod because it's seven feet. But yeah. one guy's six foot eight, so he doesn't six have any room. Um, it needs gosh. to be, and, and the open float, because my pod, you feel hugged and safe and warm and enclosed. That's why I bought it. Yeah, because your view of what is body temperature. It's skin temperature, 93 to 94 degrees. Um, the open float, you feel like you're in the middle of the ocean and you expand out and it's like, it's completely different. Um, the, the pro float cabins, they're, they're tall, they're like a closet. You open the door and you step down in it and it's tall and you feel that, you know, mm. some of the other ones are narrow, you can get round ones, you think there's a whole bunch of different kinds and they all feel differently, but they all do the same thing. They defrag your brain, they reset your body, mind and soul. And your, your bones don't ache so much and you find that natural like you know the, the air mattresses and stuff they purport you know they find your natural oh yeah where your well, kind of density and you should have just like the water does yeah, that yeah, yeah. and you will hear your spine crack and creak and groan Ooh. so we go in and we're, we're guarded right because we hurt yeah. and we have our shower and, and we get in there and that second they let go i usually hear them it's like holy fuck or oh my or yeah. something yeah, you either just took a shit in my tank, you're having a really good time. And then, can I have your credit card case? Yes. Um, <laughs> but it's, you, you, and then you get out, and, and you do all your thing, and they walk, and they come in like this, and they come out like this. Just they, erect. Just happy. And like I usually tell people, before you float, take a look at yourself in there. Because people don't like me taking pictures, so okay, fine. Yeah. And, and I get that, because you don't know where they go, really. And I, I can delete them, but who knows what I did with them, right? Okay, well, once it's on the internet. But you really need to see this. Take a picture of yourself if you have to. And I'll, I'll use your own camera and you can take it with you. But take mm -hmm. a picture of yourself or look at yourself and then after. after. Because the difference is amazing. You glow. The lines in, under your eyes and, and the, the stress in the forehead, it's not there. And you're just like, hmm, this is so cool. People walk out and they're like, you floated. <laughs> and it's starting to be recognized. Like my granddaughter, she's 14. The last year she was downtown and somebody bumped into her on the street and she's like, hey, hey. And he turns around and he's watching her go and I went, ah, and you walked into my granddaughter. And he's like, yeah, so what? And, and she turns around and she goes, he needs to float. And he turns around and he goes, what did you say? And he was all angry and I'm like, it's that. She needs to float. And what's that supposed to mean? I said, it means float pod. Thousand pounds of Epsom salt, ten and a half inches of water, takes this away. <laughs> so I got told where to go, what to do, and how long, and I'm like, oh, is that all you got? That's really old. Teach me some new words. Really? Seriously? <laughs> off he goes. Here we go. I love how you just slump that off. I mean, you really, it shouldn't ruin your day at all, and too many people it's let it. It's kind of funny. 
It's kind of funny. It, I know all those words. Think about it from an empathy point of like you're in pain from something else. It's not me. Like, they like, walked into a 14 year old child. Well, that like, too. That's on. weird. But like, like they're not just projecting for no reason. Something's well, going on with something. them. There's always something. There's always something. And besides, yeah. I grew up in a bar. I married a logger. I ride a Harley, and I had the equipment. There are very few words you're I haven't a hard heard woman. before. Damn. Teach me some new words, and some of them really try. It's awesome. Um, I'm like, let me write that down. How do you spell that? Is that phonetic? Um, so this yes. gentleman finally ended up coming in and floating. Oh, did he? He did. Wow, okay. And he came in, and he says, I was real ass, and I said, yeah, you were. He says, can I apologize? Is it not to me? It's my granddaughter. He said, did you tell her I apologize? I said, no. I said, you know what? So I brought up a text. I said, you know, hey, hey, dude, like all this um, the guy that walked into you is standing here with me right now and apologizes. And uh, says, okay, and he went, yeah, thank you. And that was awesome. That was absolutely awesome. But it took, it took him a few days to resonate and to actually think what was going on. And he came in. And when he was in, he wanted to see the boat and he wanted to see the stuff. And he booked an appointment and he found it. And he's like, I'll be back. He says, I don't know when. Because he has a bunch of emotions Whatever. stuff happening. But he tried it based on that one interaction. And I, and I said to my granddaughter, I said, we don't know why we meet the people we do, but everybody you smile at, everybody, you, every single person you pass by is there for a particular reason. And it mm -hmm. might not be yours. We don't have to understand it. We don't have to like it. But maybe it's not about us. Maybe it's about somebody that sees something in you that goes home and runs in, or does something, and it, it's the ripple. You, you're, you're right there, but maybe that ripple is that one. Yeah, yeah. You know? So yeah, your action cool. may literally change or touch a life, bring people down. Like I think about that a lot. It's like the whole. I mean, when you think about you even being alive, like <laughs> a human, like not. I not, shouldn't be. Not not. I mean, born. I mean, at all. Like, like Again, I shouldn't be. I was still born. So you know, like, I'm on a journey. Good gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, no, it's but, it's, it's but like I mean, your ancestors at, at a certain point made you, but even to have your father's sperm meet that egg at that exact point in time is yeah. inconceivably like one in a trillion well, chance. Well, if that it had been another one and another one, it would have been something completely different. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you stop and you think, well, how far down that little rabbit hole do you want to go? Right. What's my purpose? Well, yeah. my purpose is simply to be, do, be and, kind. and give. Yeah, be, be kind to one another. Judge not, let yourself be judged. And I don't think any of us have the right to judge somebody else because we have the capability of being everything that everybody else is. Mm -hmm. Like, if somebody says, oh, I could never, yeah, you could. You could, you just we don't all want could. to that badly. We don't choose to. Yeah, I get that. But it's fun. I mean... Active choice. <laughs> my, my biggest... Um, Marketing um, in the building that I'm in, given the situation of the building, marketing is difficult, visibility is difficult, um, foot traffic is difficult. So from the road, you can see the back of the building. Yep. So that's my new project, is I'm going to... Decorating the back of the building. Make the back there. visible. So that when you come around, there will still be some on the front, <clears> but you will know that that's where I am, because I'm not going anywhere. That's my line in the sand. This is, this is why I'm yeah, here. Yeah, you're staying there. I am. I need a bigger space. So I you'll need. expand to another building, but keep the I'm main here. one. I'm here. Um, <clears throat> I've been in this town. My family's been in this town since 1904. I'm not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. This is this is my my town, and it matters an awful lot. And the people that are in it matter an awful lot. 
and people shouldn't hurt. No, Zane sucks. It, there's so many... It, it, if I can make my rent and feed my Great Dane, I'm good where my prices are. Don't forget to ride your Harley. Harley, the dog costs more than the Harley does. I um, that. I didn't ride last year, I didn't have time. It's, it's still a baby, it still needs the nurturing and caring and loving and, and all that other fun stuff. Mm -hmm. But we're trying to make it so that anybody can afford us, right? That's why the Neurology NWA is there, to help people afford. Um, that's why I do specials and, and have all these contests on Facebook and stuff like that, trying to help people. What kind of contest do you have? Oh, like I might have one where I'll throw up a big jar of candy and I'll throw a handful of blue candies into it and go guess how many blue ones and somebody could win a free service. Um, do you have to do exact amount? Yep. Okay, yep. fair enough. You can't, you can't touch it. You can turn it around as much as you want, but you can't. Oh, you have to no. go in there to do yep, it? Yeah, you have to come in. Oh, okay. You can do it online. Well, yeah, or... you, you, I think that picture's got 25 in there. Yeah, and <laughs> what happens if you, then you get it? Um, you could win a salt lap for this. You could win um, five minutes in a chair for this. Like, just different things trying to introduce the thing. Like, come try. Yeah, that's all you're asking right? is try just it. Just try. Because, and, and you do the Yoda try not do, just or do not. Right? There is no try. But there is. In, in our society, there is a definite try. Unfortunately, when some people say, yeah, I'll try to make it, they have no intention of it. Yep. When I say, I will try that, means that I will actually give it a shot. Um, the open house is coming on the 29th, the big tree light up with Bill Laird. Um, a lot of us new stores are open. Gondwana, Deb, have you been there? No, I, I think I've walked past Go it. meet Deb and Rick. She's absolutely stellar. Um, Sapori Oils, Vera, she tried, go, go yeah, for I'm going to have to get a list of all these people. You keep telling me oh, about them, I'm like, man, oh. i got to go there, but I keep she getting She does the, the oils and vinegars, and you can do the taste testing. <clears throat> and she's doing the charcuterie board workshop. She's doing all these workshops. She is so worth going to see. But Deb, if you if you want to highlight your day, and Marley the dog, Rick and Deb are absolutely phenomenally awesome people. Like, really, really, really worth going to. Um, but we're doing the open house. So I will be open from 5 to 7. Come in, look touch, feel, see. I want to do workshops. Um, I'm not too sure where I'm going to be doing them because my space has suddenly become a little more limited, mm -hmm. but that's going to happen, right? It's it's going to be. There is uncommon healing in Salmon Arm and it starts at the Wellness Club. I am noticing a bit of a cultural shift when it comes to the acceptability of like this type of healing. Like, it's it's nice so. to see. Well, and I've been here, and people know who I am. At least they used to. Well, the construction side of the world did. I don't know. But everyone else. Everyone else, yeah. But I'm getting there. You know, downtown improvement, um, chamber of commerce, all, all the touchy feely. Like, yep. You have to put heels instead of boots on, which is interesting. Um, I fall. <laughs> it's not a good thing. We don't want to go there. Runners. Flats. Yeah. <laughs> Just flat. Um, although, small digression. When you ride up on a Harley and you got your leathers on and you go to pull your leathers off. And you, you, you just got shorts or a skirt on underneath. The, the reaction is stellar. Like, <laughs> is it like one of those high school movie moments? Where like, it's just like. No, I come down to the bank one time and, and pulled up in front of the bank, and, and I got off, and, and some guy was looking at me kind of funny, and I started unzipping, and he's like, "Whoa!" and I had a skirt on because I, I had a bank meeting. And he's just like, "Ooh, gotta ride safe, man." Yeah, I don't ride with it. Like, right? You know, yeah. Road rash hurts. I have it. You know, it took about five years before the glass finally stopped coming out of the back of my neck. It was Real? Well. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. I got the size of a hand across the back of my neck. See that? That is not a freckle. I was in no, a... something coming out. It is. I was in a... Um, 
sword pencil fight with a friend years and years ago, and he ends up stabbing me, and, and that's the tip of graphite. You started up here? No, no, right there. That's yeah. where he stabbed me. But I've actually tried to like dig it out before. I can't get it's it. It's a surgical thing. I have one in here that I tried so hard to dig out. It, it actually embedded even farther. I had to have it surgically done. Yeah, and it was a, too. It was a deliberate. Yeah, it was a good. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, it did. It was kind of fun. All right, well, let's wrap yeah. this up. So, what? If people you are when, editing a shit ton out of this, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's very raw. I, but so. <laughs> what is it that people can find at your shop? Because we've gone over a few things like Reiki, uh, the salt room, the, the float, the chair, the vibrating chair. Because you offer more than just tuning forks and bowls. Massage, access bars, sound essence, energy medicine, um, Reiki, um, counseling. What else do we have? Um, I have the rooms available if you find a practitioner um, that needs a space. Um, come in, rent space for the day. They can have as many customers as they want. I still get my rent money and they get the rest. Yeah. Um, people find calm energy. It's the easiest way to explain it you have you feel awesome you feel energized you feel ready to go and you feel calm you're not jittery after five cups of coffee you're not fractured or, or on a deadline you feel good just plain good just plain good I like that everyone just likes to feel good a couple glasses of water and I insist on the water and you come in sit down and make sure that you know you're good to go um, you have a couple glasses of water and most people feel really tired and, and like ready for a nap but within the hour all the endorphins are finally gonna go hey yeah we got this and we're going and there's productivity there's creativity there's yeah it's, you, you just feel different and it's a good difference it's something I am absolutely going to have to try people giggle like in the neurosquad chair, like yourself, I sit there and I, I oh, listen I, to people I, like, giggle because it's neat. And that was only five minutes, try half an hour. I can only imagine if I do it for half an hour per day, like I'm going to feel way different. There's a fellow, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's and <coughs> we've been playing with it for the last couple of years. And we've discovered that if he comes in three days a week, or three, three consecutive, like every couple of days, mm -hmm. at least three times a week, his anger level has decreased. His short-term memory holds pretty good I think there's a difference if he doesn't come in yeah. he's easier upset he's more confused and, and we, we don't know how to go about and actually do clinical trials but we have noticed his, his partner has noticed that it's helping whatever it, it is it's it helping. helps as long as he comes in fairly often and <clears throat> that's the sort of stuff that, that makes me go I can have a horrible day I've, I've got a nine and a half year old great game and I'm terrified because he's he was my support dog for like 10 years yeah um, so I go home every few hours to check on him and all that and some days I have really really bad days and I walk in and, and somebody will float and come out and I'm like that's why I do this yeah I needed that myself you know and I hit the chairs I hit the chairs on a regular basis um, float is a two-hour commitment okay little therapy you're, you're an hour but the chairs I can do five minutes ten minutes 15 minutes I can, you know, I can set it however long I want to, but that chair takes the edge off. If you're having that day, and, and I can put this up for anybody, if you're having that day where you don't know what to do with yourself, you mm -hmm. are just ready to cry, ready to just explode. In. Come in and sit in the halo for 15 minutes. Come in and try the chair for, for 15 minutes. 
um, have an introduction to ask, ask me specifically for an intro session. What is an intro session? What is that? It's a shorter period of time and a smaller cost. And it's just to take that edge off and, and to give your body a chance to just sort of reset for two minutes and breathe. Mm -hmm. um, it, there's, there's really no age limit on some of these things. Um, the youngest is seven, the oldest is 82. Um, had a fellow fly a in from Hong Kong and float. Seriously. It was awesome. You like, flew from Hong Kong to here. He said, you know, there's, float, there's, there's two closer, beautiful centers yeah. in Kelowna. He said he would not float. This is really gross. But he came here to see family, and, and he Googled it to find out where, and he could have floated in Kelowna when yeah. he landed, because there's two beautiful places there. And he floated here. And then he came back, and he floated again. And I have passes and memberships. And when he comes back next year, um, I will hold his pass for him because obviously he can't make it to yeah, the really. fulfillment. Um, if, if you don't want to float in the pod and you think something else, I can recommend any of the other float centers in the North Shore of Copenhagen, Kamloops area. I mean, they're all phenomenally wonderful people. If you're going out of town, like going to the States somewhere or going out of province, I can recommend other float centers. Um, some of them have cryotherapies, which is something I won't do. Um, I don't want to play with that kind of thing. You have three minutes, and then they can cause, you know, or I don't want to do that. Yeah, because that's like using liquid nitrogen, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to play with that. Um, and besides, it's more, it's less hands-on than what I'm doing. The halo therapy cabin where you're sitting, breathing salt area, your salt air, and the neural spot chair, and, and the flotation, that's, that's about as far removed from hands-on as I want to get. Like I want to do, there's so many things I want to do. I need to get bigger. I need to get more people in so we can get bigger and get more and bring more uncommon healing things and fun things. And yeah. So, so if you don't want to play with the cryo, the, the eye, cryotherapy, the cryotherapy, what about just bringing in like an ice bath? Because it sort of does the same thing, just not to the well, massive Well, I'm putting degree. in a sauna. One of my clients is going to put in a sauna, an infrared sauna. <clears throat> well, like, um, but I'm, I'm running out of room. Yeah, yeah, you've got to learn. I really am. Because <clears throat> one of the things I'm going to be getting to practice myself is body hardening, which is exposing yourself to cold, allowing your core temperature to heat up, and it's a bit of a um, endorphin rush, a natural painkiller, and it, it lets your body get less sick. Well, the whole thing with the saunas too. I mean, you <clears throat> might be well served into buying yourself. Um, there's a place in town that makes outdoor saunas. Put one in your backyard and do the outside, do the actual finish sauna. There used to be one in Centigrade. You would sit in the sauna, and you would go outside and dive in the snow and play in the snow, mm -hmm. and then you would go back in and, and, and yeah, they were never sick, right? Yeah, it's, so it's certain, like certain cultures around the world sleep with the windows open because it's better for you. I do. Like in dead of winter, minus 30, windows open because sleeping in a cocoon warm with breathing fresh air that's cold is surprisingly good for you. It really Just, is. Yeah, so I mean, but I mean, you come in, my salt room is cool. It's just naturally cool. The sauna is warm. Mm -hmm. You know, the float is warm. The chairs, everything, there's there's either or. Right? You can do either or. Um, there's so many different things to bring in. And yeah. I don't even, I need, I need, a, I need a space. I need, a, I need way more space. You know what, you've started, which is like the most important thing. It's so scary. The, the water, the water in that float pod, I mean, the, the scientific, I wish, oh god, I wish I paid more attention in school to science. I'm an English major, archaic languages, and, and because the science involved in the float pod, 
the water testing that is done before and after each person. The water testing, I have to go in twice on the weekends to make sure the water testing, um, I have to make sure the UV light is working and the, and the ozone is working and I have to know how to take it all apart and clean it all up and how to put it back together again and get in there like skinny little reptile and change the light bulbs and, and yeah. The maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. Maintenance is and I mean people come in half and you dump the water you never dump the water scientifically you do not ever have to change the water I think the longest running one um, that's still being tested is I think it's 14 years as long as your pH alkalinity and all your bacteria yeah, stuff yeah. in there is consistent the water stays pure and there's 900,000 pounds of salt well you use an ozone right? and a black light that yeah, kills ozone, everything ultraviolet light there's a thousand pounds of Epsom salt um, I'm one of the only ones mandated in this area, bless her, um, to use chlorine. So I have one to three parts per million chlorine in between and after every single person. So, uh -huh. and then if I've done my water testing, somebody comes in, there's no way in hell I'm gonna have chlorine in the water or in a closed environment for somebody to come in and breathe. That's just not happening. Mm -hmm. So then I add hydrogen peroxide at 32% Ooh. at certain levels, depending yep. on where those numbers are, depends on that number, um, which is an oxidizer, which eats the chlorine. Mm -hmm. So then you test the water all over again, and as long as the hydrogen peroxide is at a certain level, the chlorine will be at a no level, which means you can float, knowing that the water is cleaner than clean if it's possible, because you've had chlorine, and hydrogen peroxide, and ultraviolet, and salt, and ozone. And plus every Sunday all the filters are changed, and leached, and cleaned, and the inside is cleaned, and yeah. Uh -huh. I can't do anything about the rust on the, on the support arms, because that's salt. Yeah, yeah, so, eating it away. And then once a year, well, hopefully I can get away with it once a year. Um, I take the caulking out and make sure it's all, and redo all the caulking yeah, inside. No Just, nothing yeah, in there. nothing can grow. Right, so. There's too much salt. There's too much salt. Right, it's just, it's just craziness. And then after each person, it's skimmed, and I throw tennis balls in there because people do it anyhow. They put conditioner in their hair, and then they float, or they have oil they didn't wash off. Um, so then the tennis balls pick up all the oil, and then the tennis balls are washed and bleached, and all that. It's there's a process. It sounds like there is a process. Um, but like I said to my health unit, if you're not going to go in there based on what you set out for me to do, then I'm not doing it. Point blank. Because if you're comfortable putting your body in that water, then okay. Right? I said, and I want you to be pregnant and put your body in that water. And so we revised from 10 parts per million because it's not a pool, hot tub, or spa. It's a float tank. So now it's down to one to three. And mine is like barely one. It'll be like 0.97 points. Found it. Or 1.1. As long as I have the bare minimum before everybody floats. Because by the time you're done floating, it will have worn down. It'll have been eaten by yeah. everything. And your body is safe from pouring in any way shape or form. Hmm. And then after you leave, I do all the pouring thing again and make sure it's all yeah, it's Then more cleaning, 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 cleaning. I didn't have four kids because I like cleaning, right? Um, I can wash the floor after you leave. Two hours later, I can wash the floor again, and then the next day I can wash it again because Epsom salt is really cool. It breaks down, so you, you wash it. Okay. It is now the same size cellular structure as what the wet stuff. So when it dries, there's a white film because all you did is decrease it. Oh, and then you, you decrease it again, and then you decrease it until it's finally gone. So it takes about three, four washes. Ah. So it doesn't matter what I do, there's salt somewhere. 
and that's why you really have to shower. Like, don't wash off. When yeah, you're done. yeah. Shower. I'd imagine, cause, like, I've gone swimming in the ocean with my shirt on. Big mistake. My nipples wet afterwards. Like, it was a mistake. Sandpaper. Yeah. I had I had a young lad um, rub himself raw because he was in the shower and rode a bicycle. Ouch. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and as a rule, um, I've had people come out and I'm like, yeah, you need to go shower again. Yeah, you have salt all just, over you. You didn't wash. Well, I just want to show. No, just please trust me. I'll take a picture. Here, good. Go shower. Yeah. Because you really, really have to. It's, it's. People think it's hilarious, and, and you know they'll touch the water. I'm like, okay, so did you dry your hand off? Yeah. I said, um, do you think you got it all? Yeah. And then, <gasps> I'm white. It's amazing how, and and to me that sort of segues into personal health, personal cleanliness. Yeah. You go to the bathroom, you wash your hands, done, gone. I dare you, anybody, stick your hand in the pod, dry your hand off like you would ordinary. So just wash your hands in the water yeah. and then dry your hands off and then just wait. You are going to see how much you washed off. Go wash your hands and come back and you will still have white because people don't, they don't wash. Wow. It's, it's You must have to add quite a bit of a bit more salt every time because it's a very specific amount of salt with water ratio. Yep. Um, the average person takes between one and three cups of salt out depending on their body mass, depending on hair. Holy! Um, it goes down probably, see I've got a blue bucket, it's what, two and a half gallons? It goes down about an inch of water overnight just with condensation and the average body takes out about Five gallons of water. So how do you keep the ratio right? I mean, obviously you have scientific things in your shop to do that. You add filtered water until the water level comes up. You let it run through its cycle five times, and then you do all your water testing again. So there's gauges. So you check your gauges in the morning, and if it's low, you add water, and then you wait, and then you add do all your pH alkalinities. So when when you were talking about like the longest running float tank is 14 years old. It's the same sort of as that proverb of if you yeah. replace every piece of the ship one at a time, is it the same ship? Yeah. You didn't flush it. You don't like get rid of all the water at once, but eventually it just does re and re. It's like your body every seven years. You have a brand new body. Yeah, still cells. Every cell has been reborn. Yeah. Yeah. So I add water every single day. I add chlorine every single day. Um, every single time somebody floats, they take chlorine and water out or they take they take water out, water and salt out. Um, as long as my specific gravity, if the water level is right where it's supposed to be, and my numbers are right where they're supposed to be, and specific gravity is right where it's supposed to be, I don't have to do anything. Yeah, but if it's out of whack, but you gotta fill it back then, up. Then you gotta play with, well, is it one cup or three cups? And, and you get pretty good at after, you know, you look, it's down an hour, well, it's down an inch, that's four buckets of water. Okay, so you do that, and then you think, well, okay, the water, da -da -da -da, I'm gonna need, and you, you just, you look at the colors because it's all chemical testing yep. and I can look at it and go yeah okay I'm down <laughs> and there's a log I mean anybody's welcome to take a look at the log if they want but every day there's all these little chemicals are added these little vials and you do a math yeah yeah I get it yeah and vitamin C and like there's vitamin there are, C in it? There's, there's chemicals that you can use to raise or lower your pH. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Natural pH. Vitamin C or non-aluminum non baking soda, mm -hmm. right? Those will also do what you need them to do. However, right. if you add the vitamin C too close to the chlorine, the water turns brown. And you walk in and you go, 
Oh my god. What do I do? And that moment, but I'm part of a folk collective and there's thousands of people that belong to this. You have to have a center. And the, the database is, so like, oh my I god, it's a Bible. Troubleshooting. Oh my god, it's a Bible. So you can go brown water and then ding, 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 ding. There's like, and everybody tries all these things and so you run out and you try all these things and, and you do it. But I mean, I tell you, when you open that lid and it's like brown, it's like, I'm going home fixed now. Like that. Vitamin C or hydrogen peroxide. Really? Vitamin C, I, I put the bleach in, like, I use the lithium chloride, like not just bleach, it's, yeah, a, no, it's just, a lithium. Yeah, okay, it's a special So it's a non-stabilized, it. so it doesn't build up cyanuric acid. This is oh. so fun. Um, yeah, okay. Stabilized chlorine will congeal in your, in your thing and it'll ruin everything. It turns to calcium. Like it's Ooh. just nasty and it builds cyanuric acid and once it's in there, it takes forever, if ever, to finally dissipate right. whatever's dried in the, in the lines. So I use lithium chloride now. Um, so I put my in and it's all ready to go and I thought, well, why so I added the vitamin C to it carried on and it's pink. Why is it pink? What the hell do I do with this? And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it's it's pink, like baby pink. Wow. I'm like, okay, look, well, let's see brown. what it does, right? So I dump it in there and I'm waiting to see what happens and nothing's happening. I'm like, ooh, dodged a bullet. So I carry on, do something, and I come back and water's brown. And I'm like, this is so not good. So not good. So what do I do? So what did you do? I did that. Well, that was stupid. I'm like, well, it's only stupid if you've done it once and do it again. Yeah. This yeah. is not stupid. This is learning. This is not the best time in my life there. to be learning new things. What do I do? We'll do this and this and this and this. All right. So I, I think I put in half a cup of hydrogen peroxide. Now I use 32 percent. It will burn you. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I played it's, with it's it. Yes, it does. And the water went. Boom. And it was like, oh, I want to do that again just to see that happen. Yeah, I was. I should Literally, have recorded that. Like, like, it, it was it, like it clouded out. Yeah, it was. It was like awesome. Everything it touched just went white. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm like, Sweet, so I took all the lines off, and, and you know, there's that fear of like taking lines apart. Like, what am I gonna? And, yeah. and I've had to do it so many times that it's left that on. It's like, yeah, whoever designed this needs to be stopped because it's it's like, yeah, why it's do you not, not have maintenance in mind when you design this stuff? Point have your stuff right there, the stuff that you don't need to look at, put over there, put the rest of the guts right there. Yes. Because to change, like, you have to, like, and no jewelry, no no nothing, because you have to get underneath and, and you then might turn lose something. I can't. My arm does not bend that far anymore. Oh. So now I have to use the other arm, and I can't because I broke that right and these. And it's like, okay. Problem solving. Hmm. How are Kids, we do this? This is why we play five-year-olds. <laughs> and, and you figure it out, right? And, and you, you crawl on your belly like a reptile and you, and you just get this stuff done. And then you write nasty letters to the company going, you know, you suck because this is not fun. Um, people that do this have a commitment to it because it's like, you know, it's for fun. And a friend of mine's a plumber and I said, hey, kid, what do you do with this? And he looked at me and goes, you close it and walk away. <laughs> Pick one, they're small. Um, I'd love to have a partner that I could just try and say, hey, can I have a day? I just, I really need a me day. I just really need to go home and snuggle my dog and just yeah. curl up in the blankets and cry. But there isn't anybody, right? And, and I'm to the point now where even I, I, I need to hire somebody to, to so I can go to the bank or so I can do really? like work out. Um, I want to do the nursing homes and take the chair and do the chair massage because I do that too. I forgot about that part. Well, it's very portable, that one that I sat in. Yeah, that one is. And, and I do chair massage. I'm certified in elder care. 
forgot about that part. Hey, girl. I have a few. I'm taking my certification as a registered clinical halotherapist. Really? Um, starting, I think, the 15th of next month. That's really so, cool. Everything with the Halo Cabin. The Halo Cabin is a miracle. Like, it's freaking amazing. Really is. Um, but I don't know if I want anybody else to do that water. That's, oh. that's like, it's simple. It really is. There's, there's, there's a list. And I have my, my list made out, you know, like the um, employee manual, really. Yeah. But you know what? Something that costs four racks to buy, and if you don't know what a rack is, it's ten thousand dollars. Like you, you told me, you spent forty-two grand on just the. Well, you clothes. buy the you buy the pod, and then yeah. you have shipping, and yeah. then you have duty and customs, salt. and you have the difference in the Canadian American dollar, and then you have a pallet of salt, and then you have the delivery of the pallet of salt, and then you have all the chemicals that you have to buy. Um, at the end of the day, it was damn near forty grand. <laughs> Yeah. Pick me. <laughs> like, massage wasn't enough, I mean, right? That, that's not even like the biggest tanks that they have. Like, no, that's probably open. average. Yeah, um, I have pods. Um, Bliss, Jeanette in Kamloops has three pro float tanks, like the, the cabins. Um, Ogo Float has two of the original, like the, um, she has an Oasis and a Samadhi, which is their long tubes, tube square boxes, mm -hmm. um, rectangles. Um, Carol in Kelowna, she's gotten rid of a few, she just bought gravity floats there. Um, Navi in Kelowna also has pods. So there's so many different kinds. Like, they're, they're neat. I want to try each of the every one's like. But the one that I'm, I'm looking at getting next is a, an open, it's, it's basically like the table size, glass surround, and the heat from the your HVAC is above you so that your room is constant. But there's no lid. You're just, just and you can stretch out, and it's open. It's eight feet by six. Do you open versus close have just different benefits, or just by preference? Yeah, um, different feeling. Like my my little pod, you feel hugged and contained and warm and safe. That one, you feel expanded out and just freer. I did anyways. Um, Plus, it's designed for, I could do couples floats, which personally I don't think is relaxing, but I'm getting a lot of call for it. Um, and for big people, for tall people. <laughs> which I don't think is relaxing. I, I, I think it's something that you should probably do yourself. It's a you thing. I, I believe that these are you things. I mean, I have a few people that say they've done the couples floating and it's been wonderful. But having somebody bump into you or touch, it's like, yeah, no, yeah, like, that would interrupt me. Distracted, yeah. And my thing, like, you could have sound. But my the whole premise of this, the, what we do is the restricted environmental stimulation therapy. So I have the lights because lights are, are comfort, and you have to be comfortable. If you're not comfortable, you're not going to enjoy it. You're not going to relax. No, that's right. So you have lights, and you can have any color lights. You can have on like, or, or no lights as you choose. But the sound, the sound keeps your mind busy. It keeps you occupied. You're not listening to your breathing. You're not listening to your heart. Mm -hmm. So you, when you're in the lake and you take a deep breath, your body goes up, and if you let go of your breath, you turn into a telephone pole. You're like, you will, you will eventually just go vertical. The nature of the body. In the pod, you take a deep breath, you float to the top of the water, you, take, you let go of the breath, you stay on top of the water. Like, you, you literally, yeah. You, you could yeah. put ten and Look. a half inches of water, you can put your hands underneath your body and there's nothing and you're still that far. You're, you're in the top four inches. Wow. It's cool. 
That is really neat. Yeah, because yeah, the buoyancy of the salt, that's the whole point. Dead Sea. It's, it's, I actually had a lady, she was at the Dead Sea a couple weeks ago, and she said she had a better float here because it was quieter, calmer, not as busy and noisy and smelly, and she says it was the same. It was just like, oh, this is so nice. For years, I had to listen to something to just fall asleep. Like my brain, it just wouldn't stop. It'd be just constantly active. So I had to listen to something that I was, would recognize. White like, noise? No, not even white noise. Like I would put on a television show that I've seen 50 times because I recognized it. My brain was active on that. It's not nothing new, so it's no stimulation. But it's it's just recognizing the sound, and I just went to sleep to it every years. It's only recently that I stopped listening to things while I went to bed. But I still listen to like the fan or the dehumidifier or filtration system of some sort. Like, I have a lot of people that, that don't do well with nothing. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, I have and that's, to have that's where the three comes in. Because you know, your first one, you're just like. You know, your brain is going, is it time? What am I have for supper? Who won the race? You know, like, and your brain is still working. And the second one, it's like, okay, I know that I just, and it's not as much. And by the third one, it's just like, oh, to hell with it. Yeah. And it just, it just goes. Um, I've had people start right when I started and had nothing. And then all of a sudden go, I need to come back. I'll see them downtown. I need to come back. I'm like, awesome. Love to see you. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not going to phone you, and, and I'm not... No, because it's up to you, that your body, what do you feel in need? I'm not chasing anybody, no. right? I can tell you about it, and you can say, yeah, yeah, I need to, I'm going to, I'm going to, and, and you don't. And every time I see you, I don't want you to run across the street because, oh my God, I said I was going to, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. It's like, you no. know I'm there. The Our relationship is still going to be pure, whatever I'm, you decide. Yeah, because it's your choice, and I'm good with it, yeah. and I'm there if you need me. And that brings right? us back to the whole expectation thing. It's like, even... Like, there's a silent expectation, like, yeah. I don't, it's, like, oh my god, I, I didn't actually do it. I meant to do, do it, like, I promised her, like, I feel guilty of not doing it because I said I was going to do it. Like, there is that sort of reciprocity clause happening, even though we don't even want it to happen, even if we understand what our relationship is you at this point. You gave your word. Yeah, yeah, and then it eats at me because I didn't keep it. But if, if I have to guilt you into it, like um, there was a lady, she's like, oh yeah, I'm going to come in, I'm going to come in, but I get my hair done, I said, if you do your hair, you can't do it. Because she gets this purple stuff in it. And I'm like, that's that's not going to happen. You can't have fresh hair dye, you can't have yeah. fresh body oh work, no waxing, none of it. So she came in and I'm like, your hair, right? And she says, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I thought you were going to float first. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, oh, no, 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 stop that. Right there. I'm giving you a bad time. I didn't expect you to. Like, if you come, you come. If you don't, you don't. Yeah, yeah, but I said, just, I'm just understand. Giving you a bad time like, because you were so adamant that I'm gonna. And she's like, I feel really bad. I said, Why? You did not make an appointment and break it. Yeah, it was a verbal commitment that you may or may not do it. You will eventually come close. I know this. Yeah. Because everybody will. Just you forgot but this time. Whenever. It's not a big deal. The hair looks awesome. You can't float now anyhow. Yeah. You know, like nya nya. Um, but it's 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 that feeling of obligation, right? Like, I want, like, I want, oh my God, you need to float. And, yeah, and mean I that had an obligation, really you had an expectation, and together they just don't meet. But I'm not going, you need to float, because oh, I have a new business, hello. It's like, I see that you're in pain, or you're struggling, or you're something, I like, oh my God, you, you please come float, right? 
because I know it's going to help you and I want to help you and all that. Mm. And yeah, okay, so I get paid. I just, I want you to feel yeah, Being paid is a byproduct of this. And it means you can do it again, you know. But it's just like, I look at my contractors from years ago and they're still walking around, they hurt. And I'm like, for the love of God, come float. Yeah, you, you But they're not going to let go of that. Right? It's really, really hard. Yeah, it's for a lot easier to, to pop a T3 in secret oh, yeah. than to actually admit that, yeah, I need Or to it. let somebody work on your hands. Like, for people don't work on your feet, that's easy. But for me to sit down and take your hand and work on your hands, that is insanely intimate for a lot of people. And they don't like it. Yeah, and a lot of guys don't spin? like it. <laughs> yeah, I know what it does. We're good. Um, but to be able to take somebody's hand that's all gnarled and sore from work and, and be able to, you know, like flex and move and bend, and they're like, my wife doesn't do that, and I'm like, not mine. Reiki, bitch. <laughs> send your wife in, I'll teach her how. Right? I'm like, yeah, if you have eight sides on every finger, go play with it. You know, when you're in a really? lineup. Eight well, shape, hang on, what do you mean by eight sides? So, like, just down Front and back? Oh, you mean like this? Side to side, okay. all your angles. So how is it you play with them? You just you just work. Sort of just like massage them gently, yeah. whatever it is. Sometimes not even gently. Work on your fingertips, but work on your whole, like every single, every single bit of your fingers. Huh. So when you're in a lineup or you're in traffic and you're and you're raging or you're pissed at something or whatever, just start working on your little fingers. Because I think people, a lot of people, just assume that's fidgeting and anxiety. It's but you know, you're not. You're common. like I'm actually working on myself. Like, oh, you got ADD, look at that, why are you doing that? Um, because the pressure points in my head are corresponding to everything in my body. My adrenals are slowing down, I my brain processes. Like how, like, <clears throat> doing something in your hand will affect your liver. Doing something in your feet will affect your kidneys. Feet more so. Like, it's incredible. Everything where, in your feet are in your hands, it's but incredible. It's, it's more so in your feet. Um, babies, I mean, I've been, I was in overweighting not too long ago, and this woman had this baby, and the baby was just sick. And she's just, and she was young, and I went, just, just, so I took the baby's boot off. She said, what are you doing? I started working the baby's foot. I said, when you go home, start just playing on the toes. Just work on the baby's feet. Well, he's got caught up. Work on the baby's feet. I promise you. Give the body a massage. We do infant massage, right? Cause, and I do animal massage and animal Reiki, and I'd rather do that. But, um, we need touch. Humans need touch. We are a touch-based life form. Like I'm not terribly huggy. Um, that, that comes from many years of conditioning. Um, although there are a few people that it's just like, oh my god, I just need to hug you. Um, and I'm getting better. But touch. Um, I've, I've had people come up and go, hey, can you, can you do something? And I'd be like, yeah, ah, I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, because you can find it. I can find those points. Yeah, yeah. Just give me that back. Here we go. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, let's just find that spot in there. Um, it's wicked. It's so. It's very fulfilling for you then. Awesome. You make people, you make people aware of their own bodies. And go, so when you go home tonight, you have your shower, and you go over your body, go mm -hmm. over every every. You can feel like I got one for you. Run your fingers down your jean seam, okay. just a little below your jean seam, below but the center of your legs. So it's not so bad when you're sitting, but when you're standing or, or in the shower, run your fingers down. You do, it's gonna feel usually about so about midway to the thigh. There's gonna feel spots that feel like bruises. And you're gonna like, what the hell did I do? Right? There's usually about four of them all the way down. They are. It's called your gallbladder meridian, and it's where you store your physical angst. Right? Stuff I can't deal with that right now. Or 
you know, the, the stuff that you just want. The ones in your arms, you're gonna find ones in your arms. That's your emotional stuff. Like, I, I just can't think about that right now. I just wanna think about that. I don't wanna deal with that right now. And find them. And there's some really good ones in here. Mm -hmm. When you find one, take a deep breath and push down. And just hold it for about three minutes and let your breath go. How long? About three, about three counts. And then as your breath exhales, you're letting the pressure up. So you're, you're breathing in, putting the pressure on, breathing out, letting the pressure off. Do that about three times. Work on your breathing. Yeah, You'll go to sleep There's a lot of people that breathe from the chest versus their gut. Yeah. Look at the baby. Put your hands on your lower belly. Yep. And feel that only that area at night when you go to bedtime. Do that about three times. And then only fill up your ribcage and then only fill up your lungs. And then work your way back down. Do that about three times. You'll be out. It's your panic breathing. It's your... It's your if you're in traffic and you're stressed, start deep breathing. Not hyperventilating, but deep breathing because it oxygenates all your cells. You don't breathe, bruise as fast or as easily. Mm -hmm. And you calm, wake up, and then work on your hands. That's a great advice. It's awesome. Um, for those of us in the fight or flight, it's a practice. It takes a lot to suddenly go. Because, you know, first thing you do is you clench your fists. Yeah, right? you tense. And it's like, okay. That hurt, right? And you start working, and it's it's kind of like, you know, the old ladies would wring their hands. You're you're actually transferring energy. You're, you're you run into somebody you don't want to. You just like I'm done with that. Yeah, it's, a, it's basically a reiki thing. You're you're just getting rid of the energy. It's amazing on how many things we do naturally as humans, but then forget about that we do it or what it actually means so this is or it's really awesome a holistic history. move and they're like no it's not what do you mean yeah it's, it's an instinctive picking up a, a nice rock i mean i've got some phenomenal and i've always got stones with me because different stones have different healing attributes and stuff like that and i play with that too um there's so many avenues to healing there is no one right way there's only the way that works for you mm -hmm. and for me there was so many and there's still more Right, there's still more things out there that I want to do. There's still more things that I want to bring in for people. Somebody will say, well, have you got that? I'm like, no. Not yet, but I like that. What is it? <laughs> let's let's talk about that. Or I will go somewhere and try it, or I will go do something. Um, I didn't have the ability to go do the biofield tuning, so I opted to just do the shocker work. Right? So, okay, fine, I got my, my tuning forks and my stones and all that stuff. And then I had a gal come in who's done the biofield, and then she, she was going to take it and do stuff, and I was really excited about it, and something happened, and she had family issues, so she's not. So that's going to drop back into my awareness that maybe now is the time, right? But then I would have to leave, and I need, I need a partner. <laughs> I do. You know, someone that, that can actually be there and, and, you know. You can trust as a number two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's always stones. What are those you got in your pocket? Um, smoky quartz and blue lace agates. Yeah, nice and polished. They live with me. They live with me. Right now they do. I don't know if they'll stay, but right now they live with me. That's cool. So where can the people find you at? Because you got a storefront. I have a storefront on Hudson, 140 Hudson, known as the Wellness Collective. And hopefully in the next few months there will be a big signage up there. It is the yellowy, orange, and teal awning. 
and it is in the back part of the building. In the front is the glorious little vegan restaurant known as Smudge. I love that name. I just love that was, the that name. That was Shauna Lewis's creation. So, who was there first? Were you there first, or was Smudge there first? Um, Shauna Lewis and myself you went in went, together, went in together. Um, simultaneously, not, not together. Um, she had Smudge, and I had the float center, and there was another gal in there that was doing stuff, and she opted out. And Shauna kept on with the restaurant, and I kept on with what I'm doing. And yeah. then I've taken over a little bit more in the in the center section, renting things out and, and slowly yeah. crept over, taking I everything need, over. I need it so much. And then Shauna sold the restaurant to Rochelle, who is yeah. now looking after it. And I'm I'm still there. That is really cool. You've got plans to expand and help lots and lots and lots and lots of people. I do. I love where, uh, if I can figure out how to do it, um, I've got three acres in town and I'd like to put an animal center up. I work with horses and dogs because that's my first love. That's neat. Um, yeah. yeah. What yeah. does an animal center exactly look like? Basically what I have only working with four-legged. Yeah. Quadrupeds? Okay. Yeah. Not including children? Some children classify. I think that makes you really. <laughs> because I think that would not only benefit obviously the animals and farms and everything around here, but even a place for kids to go to connect, or special needs kids that need to connect, or I have, whatever. Um, several autistic kids, um, ADD, ADHD, hyperkinetic um, kids, they come into the salt room because the salt room is, is calming and healing and quieting. It is, for and, them, it gets them. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few um, uh, people with autism that float. Really? And they say that it's an incredibly quiet stim, which has been it's pretty high praise. Quiet stimulation. That's because all they're now they're focused on is, is their body instead of everything, everything else around them, which is taking their attention. Now it's about them. Yeah, isolated and floating. That's that's really cool. I would like to eventually one day um, develop a baby float um, for children with issues. Oh. Because the salt water is so buoyant, it takes all the pressure off their muscles and bones and legs and stuff. And, and there's a young lad here, he's just over a year old, he's a critical care child. He's got incredibly difficult challenges and it would be phenomenal to be able to take the weight off his body so that he could actually relax. You know, so, and, and those are down the roads because yeah. things like that are not going to come very easy with finance because it's big and I really want to build that one up first. Yeah. I really want to build that. I just think that is is so there's so many people I could just say come relax. Yeah you need this. You have no idea it exists. Like you know, feeling good can happen. Essential services and cops and firemen and, and like I've had a, a few but it's like they're almost afraid to let go. Right? They condition themselves to be on guard for so long to let go and relax. And I don't think they relax in their in their down life either. No. no. I think a lot of that is also human nature, but times have changed. I hope so. Like, it really has. We're in 2019. It's not... The Inquisition does not rule the world. <laughs> Depends on who they are. Well, The yeah. banks. The banks are still pretty close to the Inquisition, yeah. Yeah, you can call that, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know. Like, I'm open to suggestions. If anybody has any ideas, um what you think um, could make it better, how you would make it better, like what should be brought in, what should be brought out. Like I'm open to all sorts of suggestions. Anything and everything. Yep. You're an open book that flows 
with everything. Like, well, if you've got an idea, I'd love to hear it because you don't you don't do better unless you know better. And if I'm doing something that isn't complete, yeah. What what can I do else? How can I help you? Who do I talk to? So where can people leave comments? And, like, how can people reach you directly, just online? Facebook. She's got the wellness or the wellness collective on Facebook. Um, the two different the pages, then. Yep. Yeah. Um, drop into the shop. Uh, you got a phone number for people to call you at? 250-803-2876. It's generally attached to my body somewhere. As is our, my phone, well, we're using it right now as a camera, but it's, it's the other me. It, if I lose, I would much rather lose my wallet with a thousand bucks in it than my phone. Yes. Not only is that phone worth a thousand dollars, but it's also got all my personals on it, my pictures on it, all my numbers on it. I don't remember my numbers. It's got my grandkids. Yeah. I, like I got it. If it's if it's not the grandkids, it's animals or one. And it was it's. I forget what I did. I lost my phone. I put it down somewhere, and I usually don't. And that's the thing with with the issues that I've had is I don't have that repetition. Like if I don't put my keys there, I don't know where I'll find them. Yeah. I, it's just the way that works for me, and I'm aware of that, so I really try. This um, is so important to me, I put it somewhere safe. Now I don't remember where I put it somewhere safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I left it in the truck one night, plugged in. It's that thing. If you think it, do it. If you're walking by and you think, I should move that cup, and you don't, you're going to knock it off. If, if you think, I should really... Yeah, I need to move that where something happens right there. It'll happen. Right? It's just the way that works. And I said to my dog, because I'm, I'm I've got the great game, I went wandering and I said, okay, super dog, find my phone. <laughs> right, I have three acres and we have a, a thing. So I'm like, okay, we're going to, which way did we walk last? I don't remember because I, I, I have a weird memory now. And he's pulling and pulling and pulling and I'm like, no, no, I'm pretty sure we were, like, we, fine. No and he dog. right over to the phone. I'm like, God, thank you, universe. Yeah. And all he was doing was sniffing beside where something else was, but right there was the damn phone, and I was found it was over there. You've got to be aware. You've got to be in allowance of okay. Maybe something else someone knows a bit better than you. Yeah. You should follow it sometimes. Yeah. Or, or I've got to be there. I've got to be there, and something happens, and you're late. You're all. But maybe something happened that you were not supposed to be that way. Okay, so somebody threw that back and says, well, how come you were in such a bad accident or whatever? And I'm like, because maybe this is the only way I was listening. Yeah. My favorite expression was, God, give me a break. Give me a break. So I died. You know, like, hello. I broke everything. Yeah. And I still didn't get it. So, and I wasn't dealing with anything. I wasn't dealing with meds. I wasn't dealing with all the, the garbage and stuff that went with it. And I got cancer. And okay, so now you have to deal with it, right? So you deal with that. And I'm still not listening and I'm still doing things that I think I can do. And I dumped my bike. And so it's like, I don't have a whole lot to break now. And anything else I break is probably really dangerous. <laughs> what do I do? Who do I speak to? Right, start asking questions and don't expect answers. But right. just keep asking. Just keep asking. If you're having a really <clears throat> shitty day, how does it get any better than this? And mm -hmm. leave it. What, if, what else is possible that I haven't considered? Because we only know what our imagination knows. Right? And people yeah. look at me and go, no. And I'm like, yeah, we were, we're influenced by everything. Unit. We only know 
imagination has already gleaned from some other source. Yep. Yep. So what else is possible that we haven't considered? It's like the saying, uh, nothing is new, everything is stolen. There, everything is all new. To you, maybe. It's, it's exactly the same, but different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, it's, it's you that creates the twist, the spin, the difference. So it's like, hey, there's only one, one melody, and it's seven different ways, and all songs are the same. I've heard that too, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, but somebody did a uh, TED Talk on it, and they, they decreased five different songs at the same time. They took out, and, and the seven notes were all the same all the way through. Yeah. It was really neat. It was yeah, like, and lawsuits are made over that. So we're all unique like everybody else. Yeah. 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 Except I have We're all the same stuff. but different. Nobody else has this stuff. Right? And and that's what I want people to realize is that guys, do you have any idea what this is? This is this is big. This is um, COPD, this is allergies and asthma and stress and colds and and panic attacks and well, a lot of it stems from stress and anxiety. Like like you perceived think Perceived illness. Well, perception Learned to anything. Like, so what are we taught? If you spill that, oh, you're clumsy, you're, you know, yeah. you're stupid, you're nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Or you can go, well, that really sucks. Let's grab coffee and yeah. clean it up. Glasses, spilled milk, don't cry out, that sort of thing. Yeah, call the dog. Uh, That's uh, why we have dogs. This is a wonderful saying that wraps up stoicism very well. It's, uh, this, do you know, you know what the serenity prayer is? Yeah. Yeah, the God grant me serenity for the things I cannot change. The wisdom. The courage to the things I can change and wisdom to know the difference. And just that. Man, if people really understood that of like, don't stress over the shit you can't control, but control what you can. can and you don't get upset it? what you can't. Can you change it? Yes, then change it. No, then find something else. Yep. Because you, there's no point in worrying and spending that energy over something you cannot change. That's right. Unless it's getting you something. Yeah, and, and is that something even, do you even want that something? Like, a lot of people do things just because it's societally. Status. I want a big house, I want a big car, I want this, I want that. No, I'm proving shit to you, not to me. That's the problem. You're gonna like me more because I have more. Yeah, even though I don't really like you or care what you think. I can't pay my bills, but damn, I look good. Um, my, my property have been in my family for a hundred years next year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's a big house. It's 3,300 square feet. It, it raised four kids and, and a shit ton of animals. And now it's just me and a great day. And, you know, a couple of cats that are old and, you know, like, it's more than I can look after with the business. And mm -hmm. the time has come, like, all the kids have grown and gone. They've got their own places. They're, yeah. they're never coming back kind of thing. I need to start thinking about downsizing and I need to start thinking about, you know, finding something smaller that I can yeah, manage. Subdividing it or selling it's an it ALR or whatever. Account. Oh no. Um, it needs a family. It needs a large family. Yeah. It needs somebody Someone that wants to put a pony in yeah. and, you know, do that sort of stuff. And so the more I put it out there, the more I talk about it, the easier it is to start thinking that, yes, yes. I can do this. Yeah, you say that it's been in my family for almost a hundred years. Do I want to give that up? I don't. Is it my? It, but then it comes back to like, does it define me? That's my sanctuary. Like, but I can't look after it because I can't. I can't do Dedicate that. Dedicate the and time to it. That needs it. That requires the TLC. So. Tough choices. 
you know, and I have 10 minutes, I have 10 minutes from work. I can go home, I can pee my dog, he's got the schedule, I say I gotta go back to work, he goes pee, he goes back inside and I'm good for another four hours. Or three, depending on how he is. But to have a family with laughter and, and stuff like that, Build a house again. filling that house, yeah. The energy, the, the, yeah, it means more to you than to hold on to it because it means something yeah. to you. Unless somebody you want else wants on. to come in and build it and, and make it work with me. Yeah. Right? Turn it into something that fits within the city and the, and the LR. Right? Airbnb. Build another <laughs> I can do that. I can have the rules, boundaries, limitations that the city and the LR have is amazing. I'm, I'm allowed a 40-horse stall facility oh. by the LR. Wow. By the city, I'm allowed three. One per acre. ALR says I can grow pot. City says not a chance. Really? ALR says I can have a compost farm. Yeah. City says not a chance. So it's finding what I can do where. So I have salt. Salt is natural. Salt is ALR. What can I do? I can't have any more than a thousand square feet. I have that. I need more. <laughs> I have my house, which is 3,300 square feet. My bathroom's 22 by 12, by the way. That is amazing. I want to come over to teach your tower. It's an awesome um, So I could use that and become a home based business. Okay. Except. Restrictions levied on you by another governmental property. It's like, well, that's not feasible. Yes. Huh. Yes. Completely and totally. So. A lot of. Oh, you have a jet tub. I have it's jet air and chromotherapy. <laughs> yeah, I'm in awe. I really am. That is fantastic. There's a, there's a walk-in shower beside that, and then there's a wall, and then there's the toilet and sink, and then there's um, a, a tiled dressing area. Yeah, that's 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 why I don't want to leave my house. I wouldn't want to either. You're not gonna find another bathroom like that, and you make one. Um, 22 by 12 is probably the half the size of most people's houses. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know that I can do that. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat, all things considered. And that's my game. Oh, that's a beautiful dog. Yeah, he's my boy. He's my boy. Well, we've been talking for two hours. I noticed that. And... Oh, that's so adorable. She, um... Two years ago, she and my daughter were in a car accident, and she was paralyzed from the waist back. Really? I have pictures of her with acupuncture needles under her eyes, down her nose, between her toes. Um, I spent thousands of hours working with her. So my daughter took her and moved her to Penticton, and I taught her how to work with her in the water. Mm -hmm. And she was shaking herself off and fell, and she got up, and she was just growling and burbling and pissed right off that she'd fallen. Because <laughs> she's walking now. Wow. That's yeah. fantastic. You're putting the work in. You can, you can heal yourself if you put the work in. You can. Well, you can heal yourself as much as your body will allow it. Because sometimes your body just says, yeah, you know what, screw you. Yeah. I'm done. I'm not playing this game anymore. Um, I'll give you an idea how tall my dog is. My daughter's 5'8". That dog is taller than her by like, if, if you just put his nose up by like a sheer 10 she's, inches. I'm 5'7", she's 5'8". And he was five years older. My goodness. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's 
I love what I do. I want to help more people. I need help helping more people. Um, I didn't think I did, and I do. So what does your perfect person look like that you want help from? Because, I don't think there is such a thing. Well, no, but like, you always want them to have some sort of background of what you have. Like the, the teachings, you're not just going to take anyone. Um, willingness to learn, empathy for people, um, the desire to help, the desire to... certificates at this point? I don't know that you actually have to have certificates for my own self, but a lot of my customers Want really, really like certification. Yes, they do, because it's proof. Of what? That you spent money and you spent 9,000 hours, you don't... Yeah. yeah, exactly. But, so I have certified. But you, you want someone who's empathetic, who understands, who's passionate, and then you'll teach them from there. I mean, certification is awesome. It helps. Yeah. It will help. I would love to have an RMT, right? Because I don't. Um, registered massage therapist. The lady that works with me on Tuesdays, um, she and I are both certified, but we're not registered. There's, there's a difference. We don't do direct billing. Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think that if you've never hurt, you can't understand how hurting changes people. Um, I don't think that if you've never if you've never been through that particular experience, you've never you been through this shit. You, you, you don't, don't know how to say I understand because I don't see how you can. There's um, something that I once in a while like to practice and reverse gratification. So a lot of people like gratitude of like I'm thankful for this, I'm thankful for that. <clears throat> Like, I have this, that, and the other in my life. I'm thankful for that. But reverse gratification is like, what if this happened? How would I feel about it? So there's a, a guy I like to follow. His name is Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he, he does re the reverse gratitude himself. Like, I imagine every morning that my family died instantly overnight, and I cry from it. And I'm grateful that they're still alive. And that, that's his sort of reverse gratification. It's, it's sort of a weird thing to it. That's forcing yourself to be grati gratitude-minded. Um, I think people tend to, I'm so grateful I have this cup. Well, yeah. I'm grateful that I broke the cup. Because I now understand how to hold the cup better. I now understand that what the cup means to me. It was a learning experience for you. Yeah, like I'm grateful I had the answer. I'm grateful I had all that, all that stuff. I'm grateful for it. Because um, if you're not... Know, you want to do it again. No. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, we're not a musical that. I'm grateful for the stuff that has brought me to this point because without it, I wouldn't be here. I could be dead. Yeah. If I chose that different path, that all this shit didn't happen, I could be dead right now. So the biggest comment I used to get is, "Oh, you hurt my arm." Oh, nothing like what you did. No, no, no. Don't don't yeah, celebrate no. yours because of mine. Because I had a whole bunch and you didn't. It still freaking hurt. Yeah. So it's your pain. How can you help? How can I help you deal with your mental issues or your physical or your whatever issues you have? I've never had any... Yeah, that experience at all. Yeah. I mean, okay, so you broke a bone, I broke a bunch of bones. I can't, I can't counsel you on what it's like to break your arm or your leg if I've never done it, but I can help counsel you with the pain and the effects that it has. Right? Because I didn't break those. Oh my God, knock on wood. There's an empathy there, there's an understanding there, but if I've never broken anything or if I've never had a headache, how the hell can I tell you yeah. how to help your headache? Right? I don't have any background in knowing what works and what doesn't work. So for me to have somebody in there, they don't have to have been through the seventh circle of hell. Like it, it's it's cool. They don't have to have had they can be read out of school. That desire to, to, to learn, that desire to um, further their involvement, um, the desire to help people feel better, to make people laugh, to make people smile, and to take direction. Because so if you come in and you're going to work for me, you go, yeah, well, I've always done it that way and it works. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's awesome. But this, this is my way and this is how it has to be done. And if you're not willing to, you know, step aside with your own ego and thoughts, feelings, and emotions regarding anything, then... Well, a lot of this sounds like it sort of takes shape and form in your own way. Like, there's a basic way to do things, but then you really make it your own because that's you. Totally, totally. I mean, I could have five people in there that do massage. That'd be awesome. Yeah, they'll right? practice differently. Because, what does it say, you know, um... Giving some people more doesn't mean less for you. It's not, we're not there's, there's abundance everywhere. You gotta look for it. And, and the more people that want to come in, they look at the office and go, yeah, well, I don't have any clients. Two clients, you get one, I get one. Five clients, I get one, you get four. Yeah. And you build your clientele. Say after a month, you decide, I don't like the energy in this place for some reason. I'm gonna go somewhere else. So you have built a clientele and you can go now and somebody else can fill your space. And that's what this is designed to work. So you say, say you need some place to come and sit net it where you just aren't bothered by anybody. You can come in, toss me 50 bucks, go into the room and lock the door and you've got that room for the whole day, mm. nine to five. And you can do all your stuff quietly without... Interruption. And then go. I had a girl come in there and she's like, can I just sleep? What? Really? That's cool. She had two kids in daycare. She rented the room for a day, brought a sleeping bag, hit the floor, and slept until it was time to wake up again. <laughs> right? Because it was quiet and private and safe. That's just what she needed. And she needed some place where nobody would find her for a couple hours. And and that's that's my that's my. That's what you provide. Um, I provide a safe place to heal. I provide a place for people to come and relax and without judgment. Um, I I hear things that. Okay, cool. So when I leave the shop, I just, you know, pat the door and say, you know, everything that's there that needs to be there in the morning, please keep it there. And everything that needs to be dealt with, have at her. Because I'm not taking it home. It's not mine. So what you tell me, I, I, can, I can chat with you, I can visit with you, you can tell me, you know, whatever the hell. And at the end of the day, it's like, okay, 
exposed to put it back in the shelf or get rid of because it doesn't go home with me because it's not mine. Mm-hmm. Right? And so often you run into your best buddy and he's going through this and you take it home, you're worried about him, and, you, and it's not yours. Yeah, someone else's baggage. Don't let it affect you. I'm here if you want to talk, yep. but at the end of it... <clears throat> be a good friend and allow it to off. happen, allow them to unload, but it's not yours to carry. Some, some guy told me if I ever figure out how to change or tell the difference between tears, insult, and, and water composition insult, he's never coming back. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder how many tears are in that pot. And in a year and a half, two years, I'm going to say a lot. I, I, mostly men, which is really kind of cool. There's been a few women, but the men are like, oh, it's all my eyes. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's why there's that's clean why, streams. That's, that's why there's Kleenex, right? Um, people who come out of the phone, they'll be grouchy because they haven't let go and they're not going to let go and they're just you know, like in the gym. Yeah, they, they, they were purposely holding on to it yeah. to prove something to themselves or yeah. you that it doesn't work. Yeah, so in the chair and they're like, what? I'm leaving. No, you're not. In the chair. Well, I don't. In the chair. Uh, Fine, and I toss him Boston Kleenex because you're going to need it. No, I'm not. Two minutes, floodgates are open. And sometimes it can be pretty loud, and if they are loud, then I just put a sign on the door saying, you know, massage and session or something, so that they have that quietness, because sometimes people cry loudly. And then they come up going, hey, you, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> but I it's love good. you at the it's same good. time. Yeah, because it's, it's, what I do is help the body reset. And it gives you yourself back. You return to yourself. And sometimes it's a long journey. Yeah, like you before all the influence ever happened to you. People told you all sorts of ridiculous stuff that wasn't you, that you hold on to because it was told to you. Yeah, you believe it. Your dad, your uncle, your teacher, your pastor, yeah, everyone, your whatever. Anyone who had influence over you. You're a redhead, you can't wear red. You're tall, you have to play basketball. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Uh, you're native, you can't play hockey. Right? All these things, um, it doesn't matter, you can pick any subject. There are rules, boundaries, limitations in there. And when you challenge that, people are like, oh my god, no. Right? A lot of people do not want to give up. Yeah, that comfort zone is amazing. Humans Everybody love it. Like humans throughout history have been like, no, this is my comfort zone. That thing might kill me. I don't want to eat that berry. George had diarrhea from it. Who decided to eat oysters? Who decided to eat a blowfish? Like, well, that didn't kill me, but oh, I can't feel anything. There's, there's literally a, the, the, the tiniest piece of a blowfish that's not poisonous, and if it's not prepared correctly, it will kill you. It's the adrenaline rush. Yeah. I did it. I survived. I'm yeah. good. Why would you eat a baby octopus alive? Because you can. But Why it gets stuck in your fish? throat. The goldfish thing. That's how goldfish got into the Fire Lake. It's from my great grandpa. Well, my grandparents, they had um, the mentholated club with the drugstore. If you bought this product, they gave you a goldfish, and people got really fed up with all and they tossed them in the the lake. Really? Really. That was always my understanding. Wow. And you can actually look back in the archives and found it. So, a marker. It was a it was a marketing propaganda thing that just that ended up with fish, fish. yeah. Same as the swans. Somebody had swans and they turned them loose in a wire lake. And at one point, you used to be able to go up there and feed them on a little wharf. And yeah, and then somebody said, "Oh no, we can't. They're wild animals." Well, now they're on sunny break, so yeah. Well, do you remember Copper Island? Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently there was foxes put on that years and years and years yeah, ago, and then it froze over. And the foxes and they, escaped. They left. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Invasive species, right? Um, rabbits. There's rabbits yep. all over Mount Ida because, well, not just because of my father-in-law, but he had 1,500 rabbits in the coyotes got into it one night and all the rabbits 
Going. So there's rabbits all over the hill up there. 1,500 of them are gone. Wow, and the coyotes just sort of made a hole in the fence oh. and there they all went. They had a blast. Right? Oh, I bet they did. Much, right? For a year. On my old property before they developed, we used to watch the bears, the sows come down every year to the apple orchard with their cubs. Yeah. And the, the, the sow and a cub coming down and one coming up and the, and the mothers would stand up and they'd root each other. The cubs would just hit for the trees and the mothers would have a little discussion and very carefully they'd go down and they'd go around, around each other. Each other. The cubs would sort of come cubs, down. And the cubs would they, they sort of talk and, and I've got one picture. The mums are standing up there and there's two cubs farther up and they're both standing on their heels and they're, they're like this way, right? It was good. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tense moment. But now there's no more. There's no more. Three years ago, three years ago, I got in between a bear and two cubs with two of my dogs. That was fun. Oh my. That was wicked fun and the air was blowing down which was a really, really good thing. And my Dane's going, play? Back to the car. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Your attention means the world to me. Please, please, please share this. Pass it on. And tell your friends it's the best podcast in the Shishua. <laughs> Let me know what you thought. Have a good day.